0: Hey, welcome to episode 161 of the Collector's Quest podcast. It's Zelda's birthday! I mean, every year is Zelda's birthday. And 35 just, it does not feel like an important year. But, some people, Nintendo themselves, are talking about Zelda. We're gonna do a Zelda episode. We are doing... It's not the top ten. We're doing some, some of the most collectible and rare and desirable Zelda stuff. It is not one or the other it is a mix of everything these are not the rarest zelda things these are not the most expensive zelda things if you do have hate mail please send it to johnny (laughs) because it'll be funny but we want to talk about some cool zelda things that would be nice to own so please give us five stars on itunes tell your mom about the show go to patreon.com collector's quest and let's start the show another episode of collector's quest i'm tyler here with johnny what's going on johnny
1: hey how's it going tyler uh well i don't know what happened <laughs> i suddenly couldn't say your name i'm like how's it going tyler
0: johnny ah, you're just... struggling here um d- full disclosure this is our second intro attempt johnny we're 35 years has gone by We're here at this random number anniversary of The Legend of Zelda on Pokemon Day of all days. February 27th, that game, that that date we all associate with Pokemon.
1: I mean, it's an anniversary weekend, right, Tyler? (laughs) Johnny, no one cares about my personal
0: life. You are shoehorning my personal anniversary into this for no reason.
1: No, because it's important to me because that was the last time we were together.
0: It was, it was like a week before COVID shut the entire world down. So we're coming up on one year, the one year anniversary of COVID ruining everything for everyone.
1: Yeah. So I, I remember sitting in the airport and reading about this COVID thing that was happening. I'm like, wow, that's pretty scary. And then getting home and being like, oh, they had to shut down uh, part of the Raleigh airport right after I left it because they, they found someone who came through with it. I was like, oh, that's Okay. Well, I hope it doesn't get much further than that. This should all be buttoned up pretty quick, right? Yeah,
0: I was over in England, and I was just like, whoa, dodged that bullet. Am I right, guys? Man, there were a couple cases in North Carolina. Weird. Uh, But as we all uh, know, um, that's all over now. It just fizzled out, and uh, everything is fine. And life is back back to to normal. normal. And video game prices are back down to their 2008 normal levels.
1: Every collectible is not seriously on fire, even dead TCG games, for reasons.
0: <laughs> uh, can I can I say some prices that maybe you had me bid on of a really dumb thing in Japan?
1: Sure, go ahead, and then I'll tell you what it sells for on eBay.
0: Uh, you were bidding on a Japanese booster box of the Harry Potter trading card game. This game, yes. by the way... It's so defunct and so, like, semi-obscure that, like, Troll and Toad and TCG Player don't carry it. You don't, like, go and buy the Harry Potter cards from, like, places that sell singles. Uh, nope. So no you boost. had me go bid on... It wasn't a sealed booster box, but it was a complete booster box with all the packs in it. And there was, like, some, like a starter deck on the side.
1: Yeah, there was a sealed starter.
0: And you had me bid $240 on it. And I'm like, Johnny, I, I don't want to have to deal with buying a $240 thing that's annoying and I didn't have to worry about that because it went for like $500
1: and that went cheap let me tell you what an American box sold for on February 15th 3000
0: Johnny this uh, is unacceptable m-
1: m- that, like it went from being like a $100 box and I the worst part about this is I wanted to do this like two years ago but just you know I had my son and everything's just been uh, you know in flames since then and I, I just have had no time so I'm like oh I want to I've got this project I want to do I want to make a cube of this game eventually and like maybe buy a couple booster boxes just to have so I could you know check this game out I never got to play it I love TCGs I'll try this so this box went from like 50 to 100 dollars the base set box now it's like two thousand dollars on ebay like that's what it sells for right now chamber of secrets is the rare set in the sealed box where that goes like $3,000, $5,000, it's like all over the map. You know, it, it it's real dumb and it makes me sad. Um, Yeah. Prices for whatever reason though on this game exploded exactly at the time that my interest and like time lined up. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do this thing now. now. Now is the time to do it. Right as I did it, all the prices went through the roof. So that was perfectly timed on my part.
0: I don't know what it is, if it's just like if you play trading card games, you're probably you're a collector. Like basically by definition, if you're playing a trading card game, you're collecting those cards. So it just puts everyone in this mindset of holding on to the cards and keeping them and-, and having boxes and boxes full of them. Trading card people are just nuts. Like lit like even just the past two months, things have gone crazy.
1: Yeah. Pokemon has infected everything. I and mean, Pokemon's been on a downtrend. So I don't even know how this happens.
0: Is Pokemon on a downtrend? I don't even know.
1: Well, price wise a little bit like it's not it's not the you know fire that it was over the summer but like still i mean still crazy high prices but man yeah and uh is, like ridiculous. marvel
0: universe was the we probably mentioned that last show marvel universe <laughs> There's like cards that sell for hundreds and thousands of dollars and it's just like this i'm not gonna call it garbage but it's like a kind of neat thing from people's childhoods that was never worth anything
1: yeah so the harry potter game is uh 20 years old it was came out in 2001 and only lasted till 2002 it's actually a pretty good game it was made by wizards of the coast while pokemon was also being made by wizards of the coast same as magic the gathering you know so you know it was like this i just wanted to get some of the cards so now i'm just like buying single slots i so if you guys don't know 200 hundred
0: dollar card
1: (laughs) yeah they're like there's like uh, you want to spend five hundred dollars on a Harry Potter card, a single one? No, please don't do that. I'm not going to do that either. I like no one cares. There's no tournaments. Like, print a proxy and call it good. I thought that they were bringing collector it back at Gen Con. Yeah. They they are. They have a revival. There's a whole set thing going on. But I want like I want to talk about just like this project I'm doing because I'm I'm so tired of dead TCGs. So I was like, okay, I like I want to try all these TCGs or I have old ones. So I've just been F If I can legitimately make a cube out of it, and like, if you don't know what a cube is, it becomes, if you don't know what drafting is, I can't help you here. But it basically is a draft set that you can repeatably draft without having to open new product. That's what a cube is. And it's curated, and you kind of make it your own, kind of like a deck, but uh, that you make for everyone to try and play i like it very much it's my favorite thing to draft so with all these dead tcgs instead of me like just putting them out in the closet and be like man that's sad no one will ever play this with me again uh you know i'm like okay i can construct it more like a board game like a draftable board game and we'll just move on and i can just have this thing to play and it won't be stale Uh, it'll be fun i can bust it out once in a while so i'm doing this for like seven different games and when I got to Harry Potter, now I, I found out it was a wasteland of high prices and, you know, uh, speculators and and uh, resale merchants.
0: I think my favorite thing is that, uh, so I did, I went and looked at like the price of a Harry Potter. I don't think Harry Potter is the most expensive card. He is not. Um, but but there was a, card. there's only one listing on eBay and they were calling it the Harry Potter rookie card. <laughs> it's just like, hmm, yeah, I wonder uh, what uh, kind of people got into this market
1: yeah well you know it it was people it it was like vendors who just picked up dead stock of tcgs right so like of of general cards and they're just like oh i got a thing here you know probably old card store owners like that went out of business in like 2005 and they're like oh i still got all this in my garage let me just take this out make some money off these kids now now they got monies
0: I was going to tie it back down to something that people are almost interested in on this show that we have discussed on the show before. I went specifically looking for Donkey Kong cards for some reason, because it's always been in the back of my mind, like, oh, man, it would be cool to have some Donkey Kong cards. It's the first American Nintendo trading cards that uh, were produced. So they have the, uh, I don't remember what they're called. There's like this, there's this Nintendo set that has like Mario, Zelda, and all this stuff. And they're dirt common. Like, every game store has them for a couple bucks a pack because there's just, like, tons of new old stock of these Nintendo cards. But before that came the Topps Donkey Kong cards. These were, like, a year ago, nothing. Uh, December, there was a sale of a, a sealed box for $50. In January, there was a sealed case, which went for seventy di- $75 per box in the case. And then, like, recent sales are, like, $400 a box for Donkey Kong cards now. It's like, if you're paying $400, where were you two months ago? Why, all of a sudden, do you care about Donkey Kong cards? Everyone well, is looking for the next big thing.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, I think that's, like, kind of what happened in the Harry Potter thing. Like, it, it's crazy. The, the thing I like about these cards, um, you know, despite whatever your feelings are about Harry Potter, it's, like, pre-movie art, so none of it's influenced by that. It's, like purely from like the first couple of books, you know, that they're drawing from. So it's interesting to see those takes. And it was on a lot of the merchandise of that time before, like we got into the movie. So anyways, uh, we don't, I've talked about Harry Potter far too much, but uh, yeah. Anyways, that was a funny thing. Tyler bid on for me and I lost. (laughs) Yes. By a significant margin.
0: uh, Johnny, it's just past midnight. Now it is no longer Pokemon day. Uh, oh, so we can
1: start the episode proper.
0: Twenty-four years since Pokemon Green and Red came out in Japan, or Pocket Monsters Green and Red. But it is the year of Zelda, thirty-fifth anniversary of Zelda, which is of course thirty-five years since Famicom Disk System Zelda. Not next year's thirty-fifth anniversary of the NES version. I just think it's funny that all these like celebrations of anniversaries, hundred percent Japanese stuff, but everyone who goes for like first print and everything only cares about American. And yep. Japanese Tyler will go back in his hold, but I'm just saying, just saying. We celebrate the uh, real anniversaries when we're celebrating anniversaries.
1: Yeah, they celebrate the real anniversaries, but uh, but the collectors only want the American ones. I I don't know. we we got we have a lot of non-American stuff to talk about today. What are we going to talk about specifically in regards to the 35th anniversary? What are we doing here on this big anniversary of the Famicom disc system Legend of Zelda?
0: We're gonna talk about the rarest. Oh, uh, no, the rarest. Uh, not actually the rarest, but a mix oh. of the rarest, the most expensive, and the most collectible Zelda games. So specifically, we're trying to focus on games and kind of limited edition sets and stuff like that. Because there's the world of Zelda is like unfathomably big. Not bigger than Mario in terms of how much like random merch and stuff there is, but almost that big uh so we we can't kind of go into everything and i think it's easier to keep it a little bit focused and we're also going to try to keep it like stuff that someone could maybe reasonably obtain like there's one legend of zelda us prototype i think like all right like if the list was full of crap like that it would just be a bunch of stuff no one's ever heard of so uh yeah, I think, I don't know, people like hearing about the rare, like top 10 lists on YouTube are the things. So I think this is going to be like our most popular show we've ever done because yeah. people love Zelda and people love rarest. easy digest, digest lists.
1: Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love a list? Um, but marketing says we don't use the number 10 anymore. So it'd be like, here's mm. the 11 most rare Zelda games. Now, this number, this number 10 probably isn't the rarest, but it's definitely expensive.
0: And two you think are rare, but actually aren't.
1: This one little trick will teach you how to get the rare Zelda games.
0: I hate that I actively avoid content that might interest me because I hate clickbait headlines. Like if I saw a list that was like top 14 rare Zelda games and two you think are rare that aren't, I'd be like, I wonder what the th- ones I think are rare that aren't are. But I'm like, I'm not going to click that because I hate the title so much. Yeah.
1: I'm not I don't, rewarding I don't like rewarding those people. Yeah. No, I'm with you. But uh, we're... 're we're, we're doing a, a list like that, but we'll hopefully give you a little more information than both lists like those.
0: oh yeah right. oh, I didn't I, I meant to uh before we did this episode I wanted to search for like the rarest Zelda games and uh compare our list to other lists not that that one list is necessarily oh, better than you another, should. but uh, you should just
1: total. we should just pause and you should do it
0: uh, all right I clicked the first result on Google for rarest Zelda games uh <laughs> okay. alright our list is better than this never mind number one on the list uh, Zelda Majora's Mask uh, Collector's Edition just the regular version I think more common than the non-collector's edition but alright the Collector's Edition Zelda GameCube pre-order bonus again something that basically everyone with a GameCube had Uh, a WADA graded Legend of Zelda with an incorrectly matched manual I think or has some kind of incorrect (laughs) married part Uh, there's a sealed player's choice Zelda link to the past. This is just like a, a list of random Zelda games. It's like he went to the top. He sorted eBay by highest price and just picked like whatever was on top, no matter what. This article was written uh, one week ago, by the way.
1: Oh, I thought you were watching a YouTube video. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Because you know how much I, I like. I don't know anything about Nintendrew, except that I don't like him.
0: <laughs> but you, t- But you don't know anything about him.
1: I know, except, like, I just don't like, I don't like everything going on there. Also, I hate list videos. Yeah, it's too YouTube-y. I also hate YouTube videos that don't, like, when they give a list, they don't put the list in their description. Like, no, you gotta watch this. Also, if your, uh, if your uh, list of five things is, like, 45 minutes long, I'm not interested. Not that he did that, but that's, that's a thing I don't Mm. like.
0: I mean, I usually put on YouTube videos as just background noise, so if someone wants to talk about a topic I'm interested in and just stretch it out for no reason. I mean, that's that's every Alpha Investments video. He makes a point he could make in probably 45 seconds, and then every video is exactly 10 minutes long.
1: Yeah, but I I was speaking more of the, like, I've only got a list of five things I'm going to just... I'm doing, like, the clickbait article, and then suddenly it's 45 minutes long. I, I I don't love it. I say that as we, like, meander through every single episode. Yeah, with like no. very little purpose
0: <laughs> this episode is gonna be like 15 games and it's gonna be an hour and a half long johnny
1: yeah the intro is longer than the-, the list Woo. Yep.
0: okay should we, should we talk about some video games
1: yeah so let, let's talk about the first thing that you got on the list and maybe if you were a cool youtuber you might own it and put it on your shelf
0: yes uh, this is uh, gonna be roughly chronological order i think uh Ooh. so we could start at the very beginning with a game we've already talked about on the show, but I think it clearly makes this list, uh, Charamara Zelda for the Famicom Disk System. I guess technically it's called, like, Charamara whatever, the Hyrule Fantasy. There aren't nitty-gritty specifics about this contest, but the ramen brand Myojo Charamara teamed up with Nintendo, and they gave away 1,500 copies of Zelda for the Famicom Disk System with a Famicom, with a Famicom Disk System, Uh, And the Famicom is branded with Charamera. It has a Charamera sticker on it. And these were either given out uh, right at the release of Zelda. There's one guy who says it was released before the retail release of Zelda. And there are Japanese sources I've seen that puts it like plus or minus two months from the release of Zelda. So it was like at somewhere around the release of Zelda. It is exactly identical to the regular... Famicom Disk System version of Zelda, except that the sticker on the disc is different. It's got a gray label with orange text instead of the beautiful, colorful label that you might know and love. Last two sales were $350 and $1,000 was just an eBay Buy It Now, which was bought by a preservationist uh, to dump it and find out, yes, it is indeed exactly identical to regular Famicom Disk System Zelda, that Frank Safaldi helped dump that. And then the $350 one was me buying it from Japan. And I haven't yeah. seen another one since. So, uh, who knows? I want that.
1: I want that a lot. I, that's so awesome. I, I enjoy that that exists.
0: It's pretty cool. I would really like to have. It comes in a. I'm gonna call it a lunchbox because I don't know how else to describe it. It's. It looks like a really cheaply made case that holds the Famicom and the game. Um, Did you get also want? It? Yeah, it comes with a Famicom. And the Famicom. Oh, Famicom's I, like, branded I didn't with know. I Omicom. thought you
1: just got the game by itself. I didn't know. Oh no, no no! I, I didn't Fanico.
0: get it. I'm saying the oh. it comes with it, but yeah no I I literally it was just disc only and the oh, okay. the actual contents all this, the documentation and stuff is identical to the retail thing. So I just took one of my uh, copies of Zelda <laughs> and threw it out and put this version with it.
1: Nice, yeah. Okay, so uh, let's go to the second one on the list, and I'm I'm the not Real sure. First yeah, the real first print, the U.S. one, the one that matters. Um, so and this is the TM, Legend of Zelda. If you don't know, uh, so it's the first print of Zelda in America. It's got the silver seal, and it's got, you know, the very bottom line of text. There, You get to the end, and it there's either an R, if it's the second print, or a TM. You want the one that says TM, because that will indicate by the front of the box, easiest indicator, that this is your first print. The card is five screw, and it says uh, TM in the top right. Uh, Nintendo Entertainment says, the manual says cassette on page 11 rather than game pack. So that's an important distinction if you want to make sure it's a all gotcha. of your
0: parts. None of the auctions I've seen show that. so
1: It's yeah. so an important distinction. And, you know, if we're talking about what these go for... It's been all over, right? People like it's been hot and cold. It's gone from like if you want a like mediocre one, like 500 bucks. Uh, if it's on Heritage, you know that's a thousand dollars at least, uh, even for an only okay one. And there's only a couple of good looking ones on eBay right now and in the solds, and there was like three thousand. So the price is, is a bit all over. Condition is going to weigh heavily on this because in this game specifically. You are competing with the investors, especially for nice ones. So the nicer it is, the bigger the dollars, most likely to see these sitting on, you know, in graded cases in people's collections or, you know, inherited, inherited auction. So it's not exactly that it's that rare, but there's, you know, people, it's going to be bought up. It's not like these aren't going to be sitting on eBay for months and months unless they're super overpriced. So careful on this one.
0: And, like, once you hit, like, th- like the condition that you're going to want it in, like, that 9 out of 10 condition, like, there's probably a a group of people with literally infinite money who just ignore all the shitty copies. And once it hits that condition, they'll pay, like, literally anything for it. And that's why there's the two $3,000 ones on eBay. Both of those buy it nows, by the
1: way. Hope you buy one now.
0: uh Yes, absolutely buy one now. Next on our list, Johnny, we've got the uh, NES... The yellow Zelda test cart. And this is probably one of the least obtainable things on our list here.
1: Uh, Remember when this was like one of the grails on Nintendo Age? People just talked about that. Like, it wasn't that it was that unobtainable. People just had them out. They're like, yeah, I got the test cart today.
0: So it was like a kind of mysterious thing. So people had these and no one was 100% sure where they came from. I think it was speculated that they were test cartridges, Uh, but no one could prove it. No one had like concrete evidence that they were test cartridges. I believe these were the first yellow test cartridges found, which made them even stranger. Like what the fuck is this? And so I uh the best not I'm not going to say the best. The easiest to find source is uh Matt Rose's blog which I found, which is funny. Uh oh, Matt yeah. Rose Why is the so guy funny? On the video game collecting podcast, that I called the other guy, which he called out. He called me out for calling him that. He said, Hi, I'm Matt Rose, also known as the other guy. Uh, which yeah, do you I think feel think this was
1: directly you. Like, do you think he this didn't was directly
0: dead? call me out, but he said, also known as the other guy, and I'm the one who said that. So,
1: <laughs> you, you don't think anyone else had that like going on? Like, you think this was specifically at you?
0: I think it was a hundred percent specifically at me. No, no offense, but who, who is talking somewhere that he's going to see it? That is also forgetting his name. It's like I the video know. game collecting podcast doesn't have like retronauts level listeners.
1: No, of course not. So I'm, I'm just curious uh, if, if this one gets back to Matt, I would just like him to confirm that it was in fact your fault. Oh my god, that that had to happen.
0: Well. So, uh, I'd also like to apologize, because here I am looking at your blog post for information on one of the things we're talking about the show, and then I went through the Nintendo posts on your blog, and I've looked at two of your previous blog posts, too, just, like, randomly Googling information. Uh, One is on, like, deluxe sets, and there was something else about black box games that I've also read at some point in my life. So, uh, shout out to Matt Rose, the other guy.
1: Yeah, I I think I've met Matt a couple of times, and I think... Those were at Portland uh, because I believe he works the booth, uh, usually the N.A. booth with uh, Josh Byerly. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, and he was, if I'm thinking of the right guy, which I'm like 90% sure, but who knows? He uh, was like pretty nice guy. So It was rude that you called him the other guy.
0: <laughs> I can't remember everyone's name, Johnny. There's people that I know their online handles that I wouldn't recognize if I walked past them on the street. 100%.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, So, yeah, Yellow, Neskart. Anything else you want to tell us about this one? Like some prices?
0: Well, so I know when I first got into collecting and, and online forums, it was like 2005 and the Nintendo age started in 2007. I remember speculation that like all of these were fake. But I think that it could be, I'm just remembering that because that was before we had more concrete evidence of where they came from. Like just people didn't know what they were. And since then, in 2007, according to Matt Rose, that's when the Nintendo Service Centers shut down and we got more test carts that people had never seen, including more yellow cartridges, which was more evidence that these were test carts. And then what did, I just had another conversation with SNK2D Forever, who said Adam Prager spoke with the person in charge of Nintendo Service Centers, who says he doesn't remember uh, ever issuing Zelda cartridges to those service centers and they were all like made on their own by employees. They might've been made by employees bored with regular test carts who wanted to make, uh, you know, a more interesting and fun test cart to use. I don't know if we know like a hundred percent, the full story, but, uh, they're not fake is at least what they are. Um, the one just sold on eBay for $5,100 and it had the top label completely ripped off. So, uh, Totally affordable and attainable piece for everyone listening to this podcast.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent.
0: And I think there's another one listed somewhere for thirteen thousand uh, dollars, with without a top label ripped off. Also, also, is there a three screw and a five screw variant? I'm almost positive there's a three screw and a five screw variant, which is funny because it's a like a specific yellow shell.
1: That that would be weird, but all right, it's Nintendo. Right, so I guess I can talk about this next one. Uh, you guys into Link's Awakening? You know that Game Boy game that Tyler won't play the remake of?
0: Yeah, I love the Game Boy game though. Good stuff.
1: Yeah, Man, the remake are is so pointless. I'm telling you, go play the Switch game. It was so good. It was so refreshingly good. Oh, just I just go do it. it. Did you?
0: Uh, I'm not going to play it though.
1: Oh. I'll tell you about it. In what are you buying? Uh, I, I just want to choke you sometimes. All right. Anyways. Uh, so DMG ZL USA-3 ESRBE came out in around 1998. This is when uh, uh, Link's Awakening Deluxe was released. Uh, the ESRBE player's choice DMG ZL-USA-2 is hard to find in the realm of Link's Awakening uh, DMG ZL usa Dash three is very rare, so this is this is all stupid ESRB variants, which I hate, and just like you know, dash releases, probably because some ERB stuff changed during that time. So, anyways, we got this revision. Um, Tyler thinks that the uh, there's evidence that the DMG ZL USA manual and the KA box uh, that it comes with that, so you can look. I don't know if that's true. Tyler, do you want to give me some input on whether it comes with the KA box or not?
0: uh, So I'm pretty sure there's no evidence. So the the thing is, there's ESRB everyone rating came out in 1998. And so Link's Awakening cartridges switched over to the ESRB-E at that point. So the Dash 2 cartridge it comes with a Dash 4 manual, and I believe it comes in a box that says Kids to Adults, not everyone. But then the Dash 3 cartridge comes with a Dash 3 manual, not the Dash 4 manual. I have no idea what is going on in these factories. Uh, And then it also comes in a a Kids to Adults box. The thing you want to take away from this is if you see a gray Link's Awakening cartridge, and it has an ESRB-E on it, Check the actual product code on the cartridge for a dash three, uh, because the dash three carts are rare and maybe that's interesting to you,
1: yeah. So, if you care about that cartridge variant,
0: like it's so rare that like people were like looking for a complete and box copy, like a picture of a complete in box copy, so they could piece together like where this even came from, what it looks like, complete. And I think there's like one complete copy that there's a picture of. And it's, like, such a stupid minutiae thing that, like, kind of, who cares? It's, like, players Is it player's choice? I don't remember. I guess... No, we've got to look this up, Johnny. I can't leave our, our people hanging.
1: Okay. You tell me if it's player's choice. You gave me alphabet soup to talk about here. What?
0: Well, <laughs> you, you said you were prepared for the show, Johnny.
1: No, I also... Uh, yeah. I also said... Uh, anything else I need to know on, on some of these that you were like, no, it's all in the notes. You're like, I know
0: everything about Zelda. I don't, I never said that.
1: I did not, that those words did not come out of my mouth, but you definitely did say, oh, it's all in the notes. And then you're like, oh yeah, I I never say,
0: I I expect you to study for the test, Johnny. I am not going to, my notes are an outline. It is not the novel.
1: Dude. (laughs) Dude. What? Did you find out the answer?
0: Yeah, I, it's player's I, choice. The dash right. three ones play. If you see an ESRB, E, player's choice, gray cartridge, Link's Awakening, look for that dash three, buy it, spike it to $400. You guys know the drill. That's the plan. There's like, there's like, so I I like kind of feel bad because there's definitely like two guys out there with a save search who are just going through every copy of Link's Awakening. And like, I'm at least adding one other person to the mix there.
1: <laughs> now why are you doing this to people?
0: Uh, ruining safe searches is great. I ruin my own safe searches on this show, so you know what? It's great to bring up fun stuff to ruin some other people's too.
1: Okay. Alright, this this one we're we're both a fan of. Talk about this one. I showed you this one the other day. Uh,
0: The PAL Big Box Super Nintendo Zeldas. Uh, So there's a Big Box Link to the Past and then there's a Big Box Super Metroid Link to the Past combo.
1: How good is that? That's like two of the Best games on the Super Nintendo. I mean, it's pretty in one incredible. Box. That's so good.
0: <laughs> you really can't beat it. it. Not that it makes it less cool, but like Super Nintendo consoles when they had the super sets, which came with Super Mario World and basically like a dozen other amazing games. Those also came with two of the best games ever. Uh, but these are like a standalone retail thing, way cooler than a super set. Um, so I looked on eBay. Uh, the Metroid Zelda combo packs were going for like fifteen hundred dollars plus. Link to the Past standalone, I could not even find a recent sale anywhere.
1: No, it's very hard to find.
0: Uh, Which would be the one I want. As much as I love Super Metroid, so much in fact that you might say I would take all Metroid games at the beginning of every game draft we do. Shut Uh, up. Shut up.
1: Just shut your stupid mouth. Move on.
0: I also wanted to bring up that uh, the standalone Super Metroid big box seems pretty common. And there are a bunch of these big boxes. I like. I didn't know about these big boxes. I don't care about yeah. PAL. I'm sorry, European people.
1: Yeah, you no, know, they like a lot of them come out of Germany too. Uh, not as many out of UK, but there's some excellent big boxes there. So uh, I think there's like nine or something. I made a list for Stefan once, and uh, yeah, that combo cart though, so good.
0: Yeah, well, I, it's uh, one like,
1: cartridge. No, no, it's not one cartridge. Oh, i okay. I was
0: going to say Jesus. No, let's not I need be to get crazy. That.
1: Uh, no, but the the big box for Zelda is is pretty rough to find. So if you're one of these big box collectors, um, I mean, you can do it, but it's gonna cost you some money. You know, like it's gonna cost you at least five hundred dollars, I think, in that realm.
0: Uh, considering the combo card is or the combo pack is fifteen hundred, I bet it costs more. But who knows? Oh, just because yeah, I can yeah. actually find the combo pack, I can't find the standalone.
1: That's true. So I'm just saying, like, in the in the realm of Oh man, I guess that actually that is like really low. What is this big box gonna go for now? Ugh.
0: I don't know. I mean I mean after 2020, like, like if one hasn't sold in the past six months, like who knows? But also it's kind of this thing where it's like who cares about it?
1: Uh you know, not who I, cares about it's... it, but
0: like who who is looking for this besides the people that were already looking for it? It's probably yeah. not the people with infinite money. But now there's probably people with infinite money listening to us say this and they're like, What? There's an extremely rare version of a Link to the Past? <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I'm going to say it's probably, you know, I, I I misspoke there. I'm going to say it's probably well over a thousand. Like, well.
0: Sure. And What was interesting to me while looking this up is that the other big boxes are like not super Relative. bad, like no. maybe even cheaper than complete in box American regular Super Nintendo games like Secret of Mana, Secret of Evermore, Final Fantasy, Mystic Quest, Terranigma, like 100 to $250 for most of these. I think that yeah. is pretty neat.
1: Yeah, it's not too bad. Like there's a rare Donkey Kong one, too, that's like a pain in the ass, but Zelda is, is the one.
0: Oh, Johnny, oh. The outline oh. has some some strange serial numbers coming up.
1: Oh no. Don't do it. <laughs> Why are you like that?
0: Johnny, Zelda's adventure for the CDI. I don't want to talk about it. Why don't you
1: want to talk about it? I'm just kidding uh you know it's not the worst zelda game but it is part of the tragedy that is ever inflicted on us by philip cdi that got you know a couple of hot nintendo properties like mario and zelda in their failed partnership with nintendo which should have been sony which created their own competition which slayed their business you know in the uh, 2000s and uh, late 90s you know no big deal that they that both Sega and Nintendo created the beast that would eat them alive.
0: I mean, you mean they created their own competition in the CDI because people were like, Oh man, am I going to buy faces of evil or am I going to buy Ocarina of time?
1: What do I do? Or the wand of Gamelon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Uh, Anyways, this is the rare one. So this is the one uh, it, it's got a really sparse cover. It's really dark and it is Zelda's adventure for the CDI. So the other two, one of Gamelon and Faces, they have like a cool slipcase. This is like pretty bare bones. It's just the CD case. Uh, for some reason, they're always in the Netherlands. Maybe it was an EU exclusive. I don't know. But they're they're always like when I traded for one, it came from the Netherlands. That's how I got it. So, my- like,
0: Zelda's Adventure... Yeah. It, like, there's one copy on eBay at all times, and when someone buys it, another copy will show up for the same price every time. I don't know if it's just, like, one guy who has all the Zelda's Adventures, but that's where they're coming from.
1: Yeah. when I, This was when I told you about that uh, Ghost and Goblins I traded, the just the promo. It was, like, the Master System one. Part, this was in part of the trade. That's how I got my CDI versions, you know, mm. long and long ago. So... <sighs> Here's where it gets dumb, right? So, Tyler, in fact, you just do it. You you can talk about the stupid version codes on the CD because that makes you so happy what languages are attached to the version codes.
0: Yeah, well, there's two variants of this. So someone oh, at some point variants. told me that there was an American variant. Uh This game was announced in America. This game never released in America. So I thought like the American version was like this super rare, but... N- inconsequential thing. Like, it doesn't exist. I was looking for something that didn't exist. So there is one with a version code of eight I'm not even going to say the version codes. There's one with English, German, French, and Dutch. And there's another one with English, Italian, Spanish, and Portuguese. And guess what? We said all these are coming from the Netherlands. Guess what? The one with the Dutch language on it is way more common than the one without Dutch on it. And that's all you need to know if you want the rarest variant of Zelda's Adventure. They both have English, so it doesn't really matter which one you buy. Yep and then um go out
1: there and get it whoo s- no,
0: well, this is another this is my super rare list. one so i need to get this although it's like 800 dollars, it was like consistently like four to five hundred so i mean it's gone up in in the crazy times but it's always been a very expensive game
1: it, yeah and wow is it 800 dollars now it's
0: yeah it's 800 uh, you, there's probably buy it now it's for like 900 on ebay
1: tell me about the demo
0: this is more of a CDI thing in general. I need to get like a CDI expert to talk about this. So if you look for CDI games, you will invariably see these red and white demo discs. People call them kiosk discs. There's a, there's a person who refurbishes CDIs. Like there's a guy, like if you look for a CDI and you're looking for a refurbished CDI sort by highest price, there'll be one guy that always has them in stock because he's just buying them low and selling them high. And he includes one of these demo discs with every CDI that he sells, I'm pretty sure, or maybe multiple. It's to the point, there's so many of them, like they can't be real. There weren't this many CDI kiosks in America. You can't be like giving them out with every purchase of a CDI. And so there's a red disc for Zelda's Adventure. I am almost positive it's cheaper than the actual game Zelda's Adventure. And there's no like not for resale kiosk thing that is cheaper than the actual game. So I'm pretty sure a lot of these are fake. So I would just be careful if you're buying, uh, if you just see that and you're like, whoa, this must be super rare and exciting.
1: But there's one online for $600 best offer.
0: <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's cheaper than a copy of Zelda's Adventure. Maybe don't waste yeah. $600 on it.
1: But one just sold for a hundred dollars not so long ago. I mm,
0: mm. I be per- careful. So I don't know. I personally think that like all of them are fake. Okay. And just, just like no one, no one is deep enough on CDI to just know that like they never made a red disc like that.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's one guy who is. I'm, I'm sure.
0: Uh, I know. I know. Some weirdo. I think uh, VG Collectaholic recently back on social media. I think he has Ooh, a full back. CDI set or he's going for one, like with all the movies. Like, good on VG Collectaholic for collecting what matters.
1: Ew, the movies too? Ugh. <laughs>
0: Top Gun! Uh Ugh. I can't remember any other movies that came out on CDI.
1: Just no thank you. I I don't want that at all.
0: All right, Johnny B on. next we, talked- one is uh what uh Listener of the show, Joseph Leo, the Fleo, has called the best Zelda collectible. The best rare Zelda collectible.
1: Do you agree with this assessment? Well, tell people what it is, and then tell me if you agree.
0: No, You take this one, um, and then I'll tell you.
1: All right. So this is the Majora's Mask limited edition adventure set. It is limited to 1,000. It's such a hot rare collectible. There's a specific Facebook group just for the owners if you want yeah if you i don't are think anyone
0: posted in that for almost 10 years though
1: yeah so if you're a fat cat just know there's a special place for you fat cat stefan will not be there though he doesn't even have this it's very rare it's pal only what does it come with well it comes with a copy of the game in a bigger box like one of a flip up box so you like pull the tabs out it flips open there's like something a little certificate of authenticity there's a watch in there, there's pins, there's a CD, like the soundtrack, the shirt. And, you know, it's it's never around. And the price, how much does this gem go for? Well, you know, $5,000 to $20,000 probably. Um, <laughs> well, let me tell you about the $5,000 price. Tyler, if I was going to pay, if I was going to like sell this, if I had it, and I was going to like look up the last sold price, I would see $5,000 and where would I see that on?
0: Oh, I don't know. Dude, Do, is there actually a price for that?
1: Yeah. On, on video game pricing charts, right? Video game no, price that chart.
0: one's 2,500, but it was from like 10 years ago. Oh. So I just put 5,000. I'm like, there's no way this oh, okay. would sell for less than 5,000. Oh, I, I thought,
1: <laughs> I thought it was 5,000 then, but yeah, it <laughs> the point is it doesn't sell very often. The data points are bad. Be sure when you look at any of the game value now or price charting that you are checking the last date, sold especially on rare items because that thing said 2,500 i thought it was 5,000 in one but that was 2012 so you know 5,000 to 20,000 is the wide approximation and if there just aren't any available then it's pretty much going to start to be priced into what can you afford uh if you have a lot of money and you're looking for this where it's going into that territory now tyler you know i don't care about pins or it's like a It's almost like a prototype version of limited run stuff. And I'm not here to bash limited run, but that's like the stuff you're like, oh, it's got a pin and a certificate of authenticity. It comes with a watch and a shirt, like just weird stuff that I I don't care about. Does the exterior box do something cool? Is this the best collectible?
0: If you, so, uh, spoilers. It's got an
1: awesome name. Like the name is like a knockout, 100%.
0: So are there two other adventure sets? So, I mean, it's it's okay. The box, I, I, the box doesn't do anything for me. I, I hate that Japan gets like all these amazing boxes and uh, other countries are just like, here's the Zelda logo on a plain background. And then it just says limited edition adventure set at the top. The box doesn't do anything for me. Me either. The only thing it does anything for me is that it's limited to a thousand and it says Zelda on it. Uh, and it's actually a game. So that's pretty incredible. Because guess what? A lot of people like Zelda.
1: Yep. And that's why it fetches the enormous price that it does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah I, I agree with you though. It, this is not like, this is not my top Zelda collectible. I like some other Zelda stuff first. Like well, before
0: this. I, so this is one like I've always been kind of aware of because it's so coveted. So I think it's
1: got like that. It's got cachet. Cachet behind saying. it. Yeah, Yeah. It's
0: cool. No, I mean, you're not going to get one. No, no one on this podcast is going to get one, except for like the two people listening who're like, <laughs> "I've got one. I'm the coolest collector." Uh, and so I'll be jealous of you, but at the same time, I'll be like, "Ah, who cares?" It's a pal, um, which is just my way of coping with the fact that I don't have one. Yeah, it's a pal. Indeed. It's a pal. Who oh, I think there's one. Pal, on, so, so the twenty thousand price came from eBay. I think there's one on eBay right now for twenty thousand pounds. So get it. Uh, so you can just go get one.
1: Uh, oh, twenty thousand pounds. So you know which uh, the pound is like what uh, dollar. It's like a dollar is like a a pound is a dollar 37 or something like that.
0: Uh, <laughs> Johnny, so uh, more uh, I'll tell you, um, a quick strategy I've been using. Uh, because I did just buy, uh, I'm going to call it a whole load of games from the UK. I just pretend a pound is a dollar and it makes it easier to spend money.
1: Oh, is that does that <laughs> That's work? That's how you do it. Oh, yeah. So, well, I mean, like we we joke about that being a little more, but. What was it like 10 years ago? The pound was almost double the dollar. Oh, yeah. Rough. Like right now, I remember growing up, pounds seemed so expensive. The pound sterling? Hmm. So (laughs) official sounding.
0: You couldn't get a shilling for a dollar.
1: What? what are you doing? I don't what know. What is this accent? I, oh, I, I, I can't even do I'm not what you. What I you can't just do? do
0: accents. That was my old man accent. Uh,
1: I, well, uh, you couldn't get a shilling for a dollar. Is that what you said? Yes. Well, with that accent?
0: <laughs> you couldn't get a shilling for a
1: dollar. What is this voice? <laughs>
0: Uh, are shillings you still a, a, shilling a form for of currency, dollar, by the sir, way, or is that sir, just like oh Oliver Lord, Twist? One
1: shilling, one shilling, please. Oh my god, uh... no, come on, I'm... come on, governor, let's go, let's have a night. Oh. Anything is better than what you just did, and those weren't even good ones. Uh, I don't have it in I, me right
0: now. I don't do voices, Johnny, I'm not as good as you.
1: I love you, Tower, you're good enough.
0: Can we talk about this $2,500 sale on price charting? Not because, like, I I would believe if one hadn't sold on eBay in 10 years. Probably not. I feel like there's probably, like, one more. I don't know. There's a 1,000 of them. There's not zero of them. But uh, why is price charting and game value now, like, garbage right now? And maybe they've always been garbage, and I haven't noticed. But, like, oh, my God, are they missing sales? Like, you go look at any game, and you'll probably see, like, it's, like, like the most common games on planet Earth are selling like once every three days or something. Go look up like the Immortal was when I looked up randomly. Like it was like the first random thing I I typed into Game Value. Now uh, it shows that the last sale was in August of 2020 for a complete and box copy of the Immortal. You go on eBay, it's there's like true. five sold listings for the Immortals. So what is going well, on?
1: Well, do we think that they like were getting slammed on their algorithm so much uh, of bad stuff coming through that maybe the Maybe it just got too tight, so it's not letting in valid sales. I
0: mean, it could be, but like they've they've too much bad data is useless, and missing all the sales is useless. So I agree. I have been ignoring yeah. price charting sites and just doing eBay, eBay sold, sold listings, but it's also at like the same
1: time, two thousand seven again. Yeah,
0: well, at the same time for stuff I really want, I'm basically just ignoring everything and bidding really high because because I'm FOMOing everything. Johnny, don't tell our FOMO listeners. Everything.
1: All right, I won't tell them. Guys, we pretend you didn't hear that.
0: Got another Majora's
1: Mask thing coming up, Johnny? Woo, yeah, you talk about this one. I hate NFRs.
0: Uh it is uh the three DS Skull Kid Majora's Mask with the statue. It's gonna be super rare. You should get a box protector for it.
1: Scalpers and were so hot for facetious
0: it. Facetious because Because I personally don't see much value in in collecting re-releases. That's why I'm being facetious. I'm sorry, listeners. I know people love that stuff. We're talking about the gray not-for-resale Majora's Mask. Um, I try to be well-researched for our shows, Johnny. Johnny, do you know where the gray not-for-resale Majora's Mask came from?
1: A kiosk.
0: Probably. So there's a gold not-for-resale Majora's Mask, and a gray one. And the gray ones are way rarer, and they've always been uh, like a super top-tier N64 collectible, like up there with yeah. uh, Yoshi Story International Edition. And, and Wasn't
1: there a lot of debate on what, whether the grays were fake or not?
0: I'm sure there was, because it, it sure seems like something that could be faked. But I think they're real, right? I mean...
1: I don't know. I don't care about NFRs. It stands for No Fix Registered. That's...
0: It's like, it's like, it's not something I really care about either is I don't, I don't actively collect not for resale stuff. Uh, But like this one in particular is one I've always been aware of because as I was growing up through collecting in the late 2000s, it's one that people brought up, like even when N64 was garbage, people talked about
1: this. They did. No, you know, N64 has like a few, a few weird grails and this is one of them. And, yeah, it's been brought up a lot. Like, the N- uh, the NFR set is... Like, people were really hot and bothered for NFR sets on the N64. I don't know why. Like, more so than even on the Super Nintendo. the For some reason, the N64 NFR set has always been, like, a thing that people are after. And been aware of early in collecting. Even when Nintendo 64 was, like, not being collected, the NFR stuff was, like, put on a pedestal and people were into it.
0: Maybe it's because everything on N64 was just cheap garbage and people were doing anything they possibly could to make collecting it interesting. Maybe. And now it's like the hottest thing on planet Earth along with GameCube and NES. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, those have started to cool, but it still was ridiculous.
0: Yeah. So a gold not for resale is like 300 bucks. Those sell pretty regularly on eBay. And I put gray $2,000 question mark question mark because I don't think there was a recent sale for one. Previous sales were in the $1 to $2,000 range. I feel like they would go for more than that now. So, nah, yeah, $2,000. Something extremely expensive for a color variant of a kiosk cartridge. But yeah. you'll be really cool if you have one.
1: How cool will you be?
0: Uh, you'll be like 6 out of 10 cool cuz yeah, it's a kiosk cart.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> Better than a CDI kiosk disc, which may sure. not have m- most of them may not be real.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. I'm gonna tell you about something even lamer than the gray NFR Majora's mask. Are you Impossible. ready? Impossible. Zelda. Are you ready for this Zelda one? Oh my god. It's tell a trailer. me the
0: skyward sword one.
1: It's not. I'm not gonna tell you now. I don't want to.
0: Do we not have any skyward sword stuff on this list, Johnny?
1: Uh well I'm saving the skyward sword joy-cons for later. No. <laughs> the- this is Zelda Twilight Princess. P- princess. 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 Speak the words, Johnny. My man, my mouth is bad, bad, bad. bad. Zelda Twilight Princess DS trailer. And what this is a little DS card for Twilight Princess comes in a sleeve, like just got some art on the sleeve and it's tucked in. It's like and- the size of a CD. Right. Yeah, it's like a CD sleeve and the the little DS cart is just tucked in there and it's like limited to 500. That's the that's the rumor anyways. I don't know if that's true. And it goes for bucks. Uh I don't know exactly how many. I can tell you I've lost an auction for it multiple times four, that I've I've counted. I lost one at like $200, 300 and the last one I lost was at like $400 and then once I realized it was around that price I stopped caring. So I don't know how much it is now, though. It's like it doesn't show up very often. So, you know, if you want this, it's not a game, though. It's just it's just a trailer for Twilight Princess, which is neat because that's not a game you would see on the DS. But you can watch the trailer and like really shitty resolution and bad frame rates right there on your DS. It's like GBA video.
0: That's pretty cool. It's neat. Um, there's one on eBay without the sleeve for $3,000. Yuck. So that's pretty cool. Nope. Don't buy, don't buy this without the sleeve. I don't care how cool and how rare it is. A loose DS cartridge is the saddest thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely don't do that. Please. Please guys don't like just spend uh, the other money. Just sp- whatever. like if you're spending that much money, like one don't on that, but if you got that much money to blow on something, just save it for a little longer and find one with the sleeve.
0: You know you know what? I, I know we tried to make this list all games. I'm going to say if you're going to spend $3,000 on a Zelda thing, I don't care if this is limited to $500. Spend that $3,000 on one of these other amazingly rare or exciting things. Put it towards well, like, the big box link to the past.
1: Yep. Anything else? Yucky. All right. Anyways, your turn.
0: I just, so going in chronological order, I wanted to give a shout. This is not chronological order because this game came out after Wind Waker Metroid Prime. Japanese GameCube Twilight Princess is not by any stretch of the imagination a rare game, Uh, but in the continuum of Zelda games, which are all multi-million blockbusters, the the main Zelda games, I believe Japanese GameCube Twilight Princess is the rarest Zelda game. It has VG charts, which sketchy site, I think it's based on NPD data, Uh, It says uh, 40,000 copies. That seems way too low to me, because these aren't hard to find at all. But I just thought it was an interesting fact. If you want to get the technically rarest mainline Zelda game, I believe that's it. And I guess that's just because literally the entire country of Japan bought Nintendo Wiis.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, everyone bought Wiis, right? That was... That's the 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 thing about the Wii. Yes. Yeah. That's... And, is it still and the intent- Japanese
0: gamers were not willing to settle. And maybe, you know, maybe in Japan, they didn't have that weird thing where people were like, well, oh, they changed which hand Link uses. This is no longer a real Zelda game. I'm playing the real version, the GameCube version, because I remember that was a big thing when Zelda was released.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really wanted to try the motion controls because that's like what you were doing for. and And some of it actually wasn't terrible, which was surprising.
0: I'm not. We talked about this. I am not bothered by the Twilight Princess motion controls. Skyward yeah, yeah. Sword I can barely play, but yeah, I have fun playable. playing Twilight Princess with motion controls.
1: Uh, you know the ne- the best thing about the announcement, and the thing that upset me the most about the announcement was the order in which they said things. Like, and you can play with motion controls we built into the Switch, and I was like, okay, I'm dying inside. I want to die. I'm never, I'm never replaying this. And then they're like, or you can just use buttons that we programmed in. And I was like, there it is. Thanks, guys. Like you should have led with that. That's to me, that's bearing the lead. You should be like, hey, we fixed how shitty Skyward Sword is, and put some buttons in there. And if you're a monster and you want to play with motion controls, we added that in too.
0: I don't think Nintendo was going to say that about their game.
1: Probably not. But that's like really what they should have said.
0: I, I, I'm in. I know we're getting off topic, but I'm interested to see how Skyward Sword would play using the right joystick as the sword, because I think it would be way better, because a lot of my problems with the fidelity of the the Wii Motion Plus, like, when I needed to swing up and down, like, my arm would go the wrong way, and I would do a diagonal slash. Um, but at the same time, that game is so long and so full of, like, annoying minutiae tutorial nonsense like every step of the way it's just so like here's a pop-up let tutorial. me tell you exactly what to do you f***ing idiot so
1: yeah like really until you what's the what's like the little spirits that's in your squ- sword's name i forget i don't even
0: remember uh, shiva? fiona fiona
1: if shiva i don't remember but until like you get her out like Till that part happens, uh, you're just in a tutorial and it feels like it's 10 hours. No, the
0: whole game is is a tutorial.
1: Yeah, like, and anytime you go to do something, they like remind you and you're just like, please stop. I've been playing this game for a while now. Also, Link sounds really annoying. Like, anytime he does something, (laughs) it's like, oh God, please. I just, yeah, I know, I got hit. Please shut up. It was so shrill. Ugh
0: graphics like, uh graphics are really nice and i like the little stealth sections that they randomly put into a zelda game everyone hates those i kind of liked them
1: yeah did not like it didn't like flying around sucked sucked
0: uh yeah it's yeah. almost like every zelda game has a sort of overworld that you kind of run around in and actually explore in and not just a uh a big world map that's an empty sky and you just like oh i guess i fly to the level and there's a load screen anyway enough complaining about skyward sword because it's not even on this list johnny Yep. Uh, I wanted to say Japanese GameCube Twilight Princess. It's like 60 bucks, um, which is expensive, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, Johnny, those tell Joy-Cons. us. joy Hold on. The Joy-Cons we're talking about. Those were like <laughs> going to be $79, but right now they're all sold out, and you know they're going to be $150. Get them quick.
0: $79. What was the... All right. Let's go back to Skyward Sword. Uh, just intentionally not on this list. What was the uh, controller bundle for
1: Skyward Sword? Oh, uh, It was like $10 more than the the regular one. Really? Yeah, ten wow. or twenty dollars more.
0: Okay, like eighty bucks. So now you just get
1: the controllers,
0: and I bet yep. the game because it's like it was from Wii. I bet the game was fifty dollars on Wii, and now you're gonna buy the game for sixty dollars.
1: Yeah, you know what? else I don't like. I know they're like trying the, the. I don't mind the blue, and that's more in line with what they did with like Hyrule Warriors and stuff. But when I think of Zelda, I do think of gold. So I was expecting something gold. And then I got blue. And I just reminds me how disjointed Skyward Sword is and how much I'm not interested.
0: Okay, so they have not made a Zelda Switch yet. And do they have they don't have Zelda Joy-Cons except for these? So they're not gonna blow their load on Skyward Sword. They're gonna wait for Breath of the Wild 2, is when it's gonna go crazy with the limited edition nonsense. I think.
1: I hope so. I mean, yeah, I hope so. I I expected there to be since you know, a launch bundle with that, and they they didn't. I was really disappointed. Anyways, we don't need to talk about that. Let's talk about uh, any well anything else you want to say about this nope. sixty dollars game. Move on That's to kind the crowd pleaser GameCube game. All right, got you a you got you a Wind Waker. You got you a Metroid Prime. Do you got them together in one bundle that came out in two thousand five around Christmas? If you do, you got about a five hundred dollars game sitting there. Yes, it's the uh, Wind Waker Metroid Prime Bundle or the Metroid Prime Wind Waker Bundle depending on where you're looking on the stupid case. (laughs) It is not consistent. It is a thing I hate very much. It flips. It doesn't know what it's doing on its spine compared to the back compared to the front. It's awful. I don't know why anybody didn't just take a look at this and say, huh, maybe we shouldn't send it out like this. This is kind of terrible, guys. They're Like, no, it's fine. Ship it. Awful. But it is a cool bundle, and again, this is like one of those things. If you harken back to that Super Nintendo bundle with Zelda and a Metroid, you got another Zelda Metroid bundle? That's crazy good.
0: So good. You might even say it's the second best Zelda Metroid bundle.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, definitely. Because Wind Waker uh, on the GameCube is, was not my favorite. I liked it much better in the HD remake. Maybe just uh, fixed I... traveling.
0: Nope. You can't you can't fix a game. Don't ever re-release games.
1: And nope, uh, you can fix it. My, and you should. There's my stance Listen. on that. No, it it it's like how Skyward Sword. You're just up in the clouds, and the world map sucks. That's the same thing as Wind Waker, except it's all water. It, look, no, well, you so can,
0: John, like if
1: the they re-released the Skyward
0: Sword and they gave it an overworld and like hundred percent removed motion controls, it's just like a Zelda game, and they removed all the tutorial crap. Then there's like this weird re-released version of Skyward Sword that I don't know how to feel about. Because it's like, oh, wow, it's this better version of a game I really don't like. And now my... I don't know. It's
1: That's Wind Waker. It's like Star Wars Special Edition. It's like, oh... No, no, because this is actually better. I don't know. I don't know, Johnny. Okay, well, Tower, I'm going to...
0: You have to come up with some argument to change my opinion on this one day. But anyway. Well,
1: here, because as a collector... Your focus is always on the original, but if we're talking about strictly playing the game, you just want the best one. So I've told people that they should buy the greatest hits a lot of time, especially on old media, because that means a lot of the stuff was fixed. They had You had a bunch of broken things. The latest version usually has the best fixes, unless you don't want those fixes, or additional content. Like, get, with modern consoles, wait till the game of the year comes out with all the stupid DLC you didn't get. That's going to be the one to play, even though both of them are probably going to be $10. So who cares, you know, if you're buying them used. So it depends what your perspective is, collector or or playing the game.
0: I like playing original versions even as a non-collector, Johnny, because they remake yeah, plenty of Yeah, but you games. also
1: like, pun- like, I love Final Fantasy 1. I'm not going to go back and play the Nintendo version. It's god-awful. Or it's, the well, you already version already played of-
0: that version. Like, what if my yeah. only experience with Final Fantasy was like a DS remake?
1: Like, yeah, I want to know,
0: well, oh, man, you know it's really shitty that I have to use all these, like, weird items that have four letters in no. their name, and I don't know what they do, and I have to look it up. Like, that's part of the experience. I want to have that that no, experience get, so I can connect with everyone who's played that game before.
1: No. No, Tyler. Like, you're so, like, you want to connect with a bunch of old men? You as a small child are like, I really <laughs> want to see what these old men felt like. That's weird. That's a weird statement coming out of my mouth. I don't like that. All right. Let's move on. <laughs>
0: Oh, I I guess guess. uh, we we always mention it, but uh, literally the only thing unique about Metroid Prime Wind Waker is the insert in the case. So if you see any copies where they're like, everything's here except for the insert, it's it's like $20 worth of garbage that you're buying, not the cool bundle thing. Uh, So next on our list, I believe is the rarest thing on our list, Johnny. Oh, boy. It's the Minish Cap limited edition adventure set. And we actually missed the uh, the Oracle of Seasons limited edition, which uh, oh, Oracle of Seasons, Oracle of Ages limited edition, which was also shit. over in Europe. But we're going to talk about Minish Cap limited edition adventure set limited to 300. You bought it from Club Nintendo in 2004. I have no idea how you bought it. I imagine if you bought like an ungodly amount of Nintendo games that you would have enough points to buy this, something like that. Uh, but it comes in one of these big boxes and it's got a beanie, it's got a -A GBASP, it's gold, it has a Triforce on it. Uh, It comes with a game, I I think the game is loose, like it's not even a boxed copy of the game. And uh, there's one on eBay right now for £5,000.
1: I thought, so the the box that's in there is the same as like that other one when we talked in the Five Golden Things or, uh, yeah, Five Golden Things episode. I thought it was the same box in there. It's like a like a square box that comes with the SP and then the game should be packed inside with the SP. The gold SP with the Triforce on it.
0: What, so the game like comes in the console?
1: Yeah, in the, yeah, in the console box.
0: Okay. I don't know what square, but what box are you talking about, Johnny?
1: The The box that houses the SP. So they took that, like, no, that what, version. Wait, are you, ta- are you looking at a copy of this? <laughs> yeah, I think so. what, what? My the Minish Cap Adventure set, right? Like, doesn't yeah. it come? I thought you sent me a picture of it. Am I thinking of the wrong thing?
0: I don't know, but like, it it comes in a big box, and the box has compartments. And one of the compartments has a GBA, one has a charger, one has a beanie, the other has a T-shirt.
1: Really? What am I? What am I thinking of? I, I thought it came with the console boxed into that box. Maybe so. Is the console loose in there? Am I? I am mean, I being pretty much insane? the console
0: is just loose in there, and I don't see a spot for the game, so I assume the game just came packed into
1: the uh, GBA. And this is five thousand dollars. You said? Wait, I'm yeah, not. Are you?
0: It. You're, are you sure you're not thinking of the one that's like limited to seven?
1: Maybe. Maybe I am.
0: Because there's the the hmm. twenty four karat gold GBA uh, is the one you talked about in Five Golden Things. That one is like yeah. impossibly rare. People didn't even know it existed.
1: Yeah, well but that one but the golden ticket in that one came in the one that was like limited to like five thousand or something, you know? Uh in, in like a very square compact S P box or ten thousand or something. I you know, I don't know. Now I'm sorry, you're just gonna Okay, hold have to on. Are you thinking of
0: the Zelda limited edition pack that comes with uh the console and minish cap, which is also yes. very expensive.
1: Yes, that's what I'm thinking. It has that square box, like, yes. you know, just built into it. Okay, yes, that's what okay. I'm thinking of. I'm like, I'm like i Di- am I crazy? Different
0: console bundle, also very fancy and expensive. This is, like, the better version of that, because it comes with... Oh, okay. It comes with the, the GBA, it comes with the game, but it comes with, like, a bunch of garbage with it. Kind of, I mean, no offense to Minish Cap. Minish Cap's a great game, but uh, kind of it's the best thing good. about this is numbered uh to 300 and also probably impossible to get because Club Nintendo stuff is so arduous and uh all of it sells out instantly. So
1: true. Um there's okay, one yeah, on I eBay. Was thinking of the
0: there's one on eBay right now for five thousand pounds for this this minish cap thing. Considering it's like the rarest Zelda thing, uh it's pretty good. It's it's similar to other Zelda things that are also very rare, but I mean is an official Nintendo released Zelda thing of like a high quality Zelda game not like a BS game. Uh so I mean don't don't spend $7,000 on a video game but at the same time more reasonably priced than things like not for resale Majora's Mask. And uh, even the Majora's Mask adventure set which is maybe more than this. Yeah. Cool. Sucks to be a handheld. No one wants your handheld stuff. And by no one wants I mean no one has bought it at ni- at $7,000 yet.
1: Not yet. Give it a day.
0: I mean, we'll wait for this to be released, and then someone will be like, "What? Limited to three hundred? Buy it now. Put that on the credit card, please." Could sell that for nine thousand dollars at the end of the year.
1: Probably, probably (laughs) the next day. The way prices have been going. Yep. All right.
0: All right. Editing Tyler here. Just an update. Like a week after we recorded that episode, someone just clicked bin on the five thousand pound limited edition Minish cap thing. So, I guess that's the price now. Not even in like great shape. It has like a dent on the front. It's got scratches on the front craziness or i mean not craziness because we're talking about on the show how it's so much rarer than even the ultra rare zelda stuff so i I don't know cool neat data point
1: i'm gonna talk about uh the the coolest one the coolest Are oh here ready? it is this is the one you want this is it if you're buying one zelda item you need to be buying one that doesn't even have zelda in the title it's called hyrule warriors for the wii u you, know, you guys familiar with that it comes Wait, in a the limited oh yeah what's well, uh, it was this uh nintendo console that uh everyone thought was a wii but it wasn't actually a Wii, and it had like a weird gamepad, which i really liked you could like play your game on sometimes i don't know you could have had like ds games be transferred over to it really it would have been great but instead it's a failed console uh that everything on it has now been ported to the switch anyways so this is the uh the limited edition box if you don't know what the limited the nintendo store in new york had two limited edition boxes for the wii u one was mario kart 8 this was the hyrule warriors one it came with a scarf like the limited edition like this box the japanese box looks very similar also comes with a scarf much cheaper this was uh sold out day one in new york city uh I don't know how many were actually issued. People say only a couple hundred, but like, I don't know if that's true or not, or 500 or 5,000. They don't release those numbers. I think it's gotta be more than a couple hundred, but who knows did sell out in one day and they, you know, they're not that desirable right now on eBay. They are, they can be pretty expensive, but I think this is one of those things over time that will pick up steam.
0: Well, uh, it's, it's. I mean, it's got to be more than a couple hundred because there's a couple on eBay, and if they were like that incredibly rare, they would probably not be on eBay.
1: No, um, I, I agree. But, but you know, you know how people say they're five hundred, and then like when they talk about print runs of a of a like a rare game, they're always five thousand. They just these five numbers that they just throw out there like it's fact. Yes. You're just guessing.
0: I mean, the reason it's not super, super desirable is because it's Hyrule Warriors. Can you imagine if this was Wii U Breath of the Wild? This game would be like... Oh, it would be... (laughs) It wouldn't make any sense because I think the Wii U version of Breath of the Wild was released like three days later or something ridiculous. Uh, But yeah, if this was like a real Zelda game, even if it was Skyward Sword, like, sorry, a real Zelda game, not Hyrule Warriors, even though Hyrule Warriors may be a better Zelda game than Skyward Sword. Also, like... Mario Kart 8 is their other release. And it's like, yeah, Mario Kart 8 is cool. But again, it's like Wii U. And it's like, ah, Mario Kart, it's just like not Super Mario 3D World. I don't know. But it, I it, don't
1: know. Mario Kart is a is a top tier franchise. It and is. And Mario Kart 8 is great. Oh, no, I know, I know.
0: It could just be that, you know, my nostalgia is with 64. Your nostalgia is probably with uh, Super Mario Kart and 64, um no, so
1: my would be with the Super Nintendo where yeah. it actually released. Uh yes, the, the the first the
0: first edition of Mario Kart, Johnny, the important yep. one.
1: Yep. That some recent investors aren't all over yet. Buy it now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: buy it, click it. There's there's got to be a sealed wada one somewhere buy it now. Put it on Get the it. credit card. Oh, I, I so this is going off memory, but I believe that people lined up for this and the slots to obtain one were like They were gone by people lining up at, like, 3 a.m. So you can imagine a New York City block full of people, full of however many people you think it would take to be sold out by 3 a.m.
1: That's so ridiculous. Can you imagine? And then, like, who wants to be out, you know, 3 a.m. in New York? Like, when... no, I mean, Why they're did they, like, what were they thinking?
0: The hardcore of the hardcore to line up for Hyrule Warriors, a game that was announced and I like rolled my eyes so hard into the back of my head. Like, can you imagine the same kind of hype for like Cadence of Hyrule? Like, I, I don't, know, it's just like a weird Zelda spinoff, but all right. Yeah. Shout out to our friend Hyrule Vise, Andrew, who uh, has been trying to get rid of one of these for a long time so he can invest that money into better games. Oh, sorry Andrew. I mean, this is a great collectible that is underappreciated right now as it sells for thousands of dollars.
1: I mean, I think Andrew made his money on one already, so I think I think he's okay.
0: There are zero sold listings. Do you know what these actually sell for? Cuz the cheapest one on eBay is $3500 and no one is buying it.
1: Um, I I don't know like for real. I would have imagined it at around 15 to 1800.
0: Okay. So, like um like the Zelda Twilight Princess DS trailer, I'm going to say, take this money and invest it into a better Zelda game. But also, this is like super big and flashy, so everyone on your YouTube channel will know you have one if you have one of these, because the box is enormous. I mean,
1: I think it's cooler than that, right? I, I think...
0: You think... Yeah, uh, I, well, you're,
1: you're, I, you're I'm not trying to undersell it. I, okay. I think it's pretty cool.
0: It's no Zelda DS trailer. No. Um, mostly because the box art is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, it does feature Link very prominently, like slashing a sword. It, you know,
0: I just, you know, I <laughs> I think I said this when the game came out, but I just bought it today. I bought um, whatever the new Hyrule Warriors is called a- a- Age of Calamity. Decadence, whatever it's called.
1: It's Age of Calamity.
0: Age of Calamity. I literally just bought it to have the box art because that box art is so good.
1: Yeah, I-, I have it so it goes with all of my Hyrule Warrior stuff. Mm hmm. Uh, I, haven't I, bought, I haven't bought Candace of, or Cadence of Hyrule, Candice. I just of bought Hyrule.
0: that today, too. I went on like a, why don't I own these Zelda games kick today, is what I did. And I went over oh. to Best Buy, and I'm like, what are all the Zelda games I don't own? Well, you went to up? a store? Well, I'm at bestbuy.com. Oh. oh. And then I saw that they're, pr- okay, you want my real process? I went over to Best Buy, I saw that their prices were like three cents less than Amazon, and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to buy it on Amazon. <laughs> Johnny, what is our uh, what's our last one here?
1: Uh, no, that was that's for you to talk about. This this is you the you this is the one you're all hot and bothered for, and I'm mad that I didn't get because they're
0: I, I'm okay, a little look, hot and bothered for it.
1: Uh, Breath of the Wild Switch Master Edition. Uh, it's
0: yeah, the Master it's Edition, quote
1: unquote, very limited, and it's gigantic. The box is kind of awesome, though. I will give like if you need a, a showpiece in the back of your YouTube video, <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> Right, because it's gigantic, it is so. It, com- it comes with the master sword, uh, in a little stand. It comes with the game. What else did it come with? Is that it? The master sword statue in the game?
0: D- does anyone care, Johnny? It's about having that big box. Uh, I don't know. I think oh, it comes I, with, um, a, a case the for the Wii that looks yeah, like, yeah, this
1: the Selka, the thing the, the yeah. Sl- yeah, which is actually aw- an awesome case because I have the. The lesser version, I don't have the basic version, but I got the the one that came with the, what is it, collector's edition or whatever? Because there's three versions. Uh, yeah, so it was yeah, the yeah. basic version, collector's edition, and the master edition. So I got the second version because I couldn't get the master edition. If you guys don't remember, when this thing came out, it was a hot mess. People were so mad. Pre-orders were like canceled. There was a lot going on. People were yeah. mad. So I
0: was, I was in it. Like I was trying to get one. I, I had like Me all, too. whatever that website is that refreshes stock everywhere. Yeah. And, like people like Reggie was like making statements. I think at the time, like, ah, oh, we might make more. And then it's just like, f- it, we're not making more. These are rare as f- go get them. And by rare as f- there's probably like tens of thousands of them.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, at, at least two went to every best buy uh, in America. So, yeah. you know, that's not, and that's, that's just one store. So, well, it was like
0: 150 I'm, or 180 dollars, I remember, and like immediately they went up to like 400 dollars.
1: Yeah, boom, uh, and I was gone, like, "This
0: is ridiculous." It's Zelda. They must have made like a ton of them. Uh, this will this will go down, and over the years, just like they're on eBay, like people are buying and selling them all the time. It's that's not like incredibly rare. Uh, consistently selling for like 400 dollars forever. I so. mean,
1: I I want to see like I want to get one locally because I don't want that thing shipped. Well, maybe I just bought one and had one shipped, and we'll talk about it on the show, Johnny. Oh, wow. Mm. Tell me how that went. All right. Uh, I, I, I kind of want it still, too. Uh, I don't have it, though. Can I
0: say something else, Johnny? This comes with a Breath of the Wild Nintendo collectible coin, one of those brass coins. Can you tell me what is going on with these collectible Nintendo coins? I just learned that there's one for uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury.
1: Oh really? Yeah. How did you get the coin?
0: At Super Mario Galaxy?
1: Yeah, I think that was like the first big one that everyone had that stupid coin in the in the box.
0: They're all the same size. They're all the same material. At least they look like it. Like some of them come in boxes, some of them come in limited editions, some of them come in little shitty baggies that you get when you pre order a game. But like they're clearly supposed to be part of this this set, right? What is going on? No I, one, you know, n- like Nintendo doesn't hype these coins as being important or anything. No one, no one's posting their Nintendo coin collection, but they keep giving us these stupid coins. It are these going to be exciting to have in twenty years? Are people going to be like, oh, remember in the two thousands, you got all those Nintendo coins? Yeah, those are sick.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> let me tell you that if you ever want to go into the collectible coin episode, I've done some legwork on some like weird ass coins that are available in video games for modern consoles. Here's what you need to know. Don't. Don't. They don't... They're not interesting. Please stop it. Um, Don't collect those.
0: There is... Okay, we're getting real off topic. There's a guy I saw on Reddit uh, who, two years ago, I believe, got the Guinness World Record. Guinness means absolutely nothing. Don't support Guinness. They're a bad company. But he got the Guinness World Record for the world's largest collection of video game coins. And he only collects, like, promo coins and stuff for video games, and he just obviously he has a load of them so he's so like the guy who is 75 well, no i don't i don't remember how much it is uh, it's a it's a 1019 as of 2 years ago like where do all those coins
1: even come from i don't know oh my
0: god it's That's like it literally thing. looks like he's standing in front of like your childhood pog collection and he has it all laid out on the
1: table it's awesome i mean i'm kind of interested in seeing it you know what was weird like back to bowser's fury like, the collectible that Target got with it was the water bottle, and people went nuts for it. You know what I don't want in my house? A water bottle. Another one. Not interested. It's a bad collectible.
0: I bought Bowser's Fury, like, two weeks after it was released, and I got nothing with it, Johnny. Was I supposed to get something? Should I have just pre-ordered it? What are pre-order yeah, bonuses?
1: If yeah, you, if you pre-ordered it, you could have got the water bottle from Target. Could I
0: have got a coin? I, pro- I mean, the coin exists. I probably could have got it, right?
1: Yeah, probably. If you were in Europe, you could have got a Sweet Steel book.
0: Uh, well, I'm not in Europe. So yeah. I don't need that. Oh, my God. What is this?
1: Oh, what? <laughs>
0: Johnny, Are you looking sorry. at the
1: water bottle? How, how dumb it is?
0: No, I, I went on eBay and I looked for the Mario 3D World coin. And the first listing is over $100. But it's a buy it now. Uh, uh, I'm
1: like, whoa, temper your enthusiasm. Oh, wait, wait.
0: Oh, is this a Canadian exclusive Nintendo coin, whoa! Johnny?
1: Whoa,
0: it's worth like $20 to $30. Whamp, whamp. What? Canadian <laughs> exclusive? Canadian exclusive? We're changing gears, guys. We're talking about the hottest modern Mario coins that you can buy. Uh Everyone hey. is sleeping on this Canadian exclusive Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury coin, and I think that this has potential to enter the coin market on Heritage Auctions.
1: I just have a question. Cat, if you're listening, can you get me this coin? <laughs> <laughs> just... I, man, this is such an opportunity to make fun of Canada, eh? Can um, you get me some of them there Mario Bowser Fury coins? I gotta put them in my collection, eh? That's the this one for me.
0: Johnny, why? So these coins, like some of these coins come in like those plastic baggies. And like, you're collecting shit. They know that these are going to collectors. Like, no one wants to open the plastic baggie. You spent all this money. You spent probably like 10 cents... Making this uh, little blank coin into a little Mario coin. Let me touch it. I just want to touch it. I'm not opening the baggie. I can feel how heavy it is. That's nice, but it still feels like a shitty plastic bag. Make it a uh, box or make it resealable or something. Let me touch the coin.
1: Just put it in the case. Just pack it in with the case. Sure. Just start throwing coins in all the games. I mean, it's not me like on. the Switch, Switch games have a bunch of room in them. Uh, Well,
0: (laughs) you know, as we're talking about this, I'm like, uh, well, we don't even get manuals anymore. So what am I talking about? Throwing in coins with games.
1: Anyways. All right, Tower. Anything else you want to say about uh, the coin or any other Mm -hmm. collectible Zelda games? Uh, I think we have a few more, right?
0: Well, we so I, I will say about Breath of the Wild, get that first print Wii U version. The Wii U, the first print of it has... Wii controllers on the back of it, rather than just showing uh, the like the Switch Pro controller, whatever it shows. Probably, uh, it's it's really hard to talk about rarity with Zelda games, because every Zelda game in the grand scheme of things yeah. is unfathomably common, but uh, maybe on par with Master Edition for how rare it is to find that. I don't think anyone cares about that. It's the Wii U version. I don't think anyone will ever care about that, but it's it's something interesting to know about. And then, so before we did this show... Uh, I talked out to our Patreon or patron, one of those uh, def code who keeps track of Zelda variants, because I I wanted to make sure we're not missing anything big. And he he gave us what was
1: up? Because
0: he's a boss. He is a boss, and uh, so he he filled in some of the information that we just talked about, and then he gave me a big fat list of stuff that just like, dude, who cares? But thank you for letting me know this stuff exists and johnny i don't want to talk about this stuff with you interrupt me if there's something you find interesting but i do want to run through this because someone'll be like i haven't heard of half of this so someone i'm not will
1: be. gonna i'm not gonna say anything mm. go
0: Ocarina of Time 3D on the 3DS. The Nintendo Selects version, when it was sealed, if you see it sealed in a red case, that was only sold at the Nintendo store in in New York City. Once it's opened, you could just swap the case, but sealed Nintendo Select, whatever. All right, there are uh, Nintendo refurbished variants. These have been sold on the Nintendo store Actually, I just bought something. For the, I bought the the Mario p- uh, keychain from the Nintendo store, and I didn't see any refurbished stuff right there. But they used to sell uh, refurbished things that had special inserts. So Skyward Sword, Spirit Tracks, Wind Waker HD, Ocarina of Time 3D. Oh, my. There's, there's Zelda games that have this Nintendo refurbished product. Some of them are stickers, and some of them are printed directly on the insert. If you collect that stuff, you already know. It's kind of interesting. Whew. Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds, the not-for-resale E3 demo. There is a not-for-resale copy of Link Between Worlds. It's pretty common. It's worth, like, 50 bucks. All the, It has a sticker on the back that says some not-for-resale no, crap on it.
1: It's 50, 50 is high. It's, like, 15.
0: Sure. It's, 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 it's not worth very much. Uh, The E3 demo, same front, different sticker on the back. Someone sold it for $1,500. I don't know, man. Zelda stuff. Uh, Most interesting thing we didn't talk about. Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons Limited Edition. It's another one of these crazy rare PAL Limited Editions. Uh, Super cool. This one came with a boomerang. Uh, The box art's awesome because it's just the two Japanese box... uh, Is it the American? Like It's all the same. Those box arts aren't different. Uh, Anyway, there's 500 of these. It's probably it's I think it costs four thousand dollars and up. It, it, there's only five hundred of them, so go have fun getting that. We talked about the Nintendo Game Boy Advance SP that's made of twenty four karat gold. There's like seven of them, and only two are known to exist. And like one was like found by happenstance or something, right? Yep, crazy. There was a Mexican GameCube bundle with Metroid Prime and Wind Waker. I don't care. This is a console bundle. There's so many Zelda console bundles we didn't talk about. Apparently, between it's estimated between 1 and 5,000 were made, and they're rare, but you don't care because it's a Mexican console variant. Game and watch blister variants. Def code, I don't care, but since you typed up like five paragraphs on this, I will at least mention it. There were at least three production runs of the Nintendo, uh, the ZL65 Zelda Game and Watch, and I guess the oh it was first distributed by pocket size and then later versions were micro games if you're a game and watch person you will know way more than me I, i can't even talk about this but i guess just know that exists and then he talked to me about all of these not for resale ones nes not for resale stuff like nintendo employee not for resale stuff link's awakening employee not for resale some weird link to the past not for resale that's probably a nintendo internal e stuff just this is why we had to limit what we're talking about in this episode because with zelda stuff it just never ends um and that's it that's uh those are a bunch of super rare and collectible zelda things johnny
1: all right that's uh you know most of this we talked about is in the world of obtainable but there are definitely a few that are stretching that de- definition
0: oh yeah i mean yeah we definitely talked about stuff i don't i don't do i have any of this Oh, well, I, have, I have a bunch of it but
1: like not the the really rare stuff no i mean i have a few of the things but uh, not
0: oh wow i have no i don't have like a lot of this so i just got the master edition and other than that i think all i have are the the famicom game and the nes game
1: well i like i have zelda cdi I need
0: to go get that
1: Yeah that's like pretty obtainable I have Wind Waker Metroid Prime I've got the Hyrule Warriors Limited Edition
0: Oh you've got one of those? You're so cool Johnny right. yeah well you know why I know you have that because it sticks out like a sore thumb In your game room photos
1: It does not because it's not In any of my game room photos It is literally in my shame room
0: Oh is it? Has it always been
1: in your shame room? It has. Hmm. All right. I'm misremembering, Johnny.
0: Now I'm going to go through your entire Instagram and try to find a picture of it. You
1: can't. I mean, it's not like I didn't take it out and take a picture of it, but where it lives is not. Like, if I turned on the camera and started streaming right now, you would not see that anywhere in here. You would see a wall of Zelda stuff over here and uh, not that. Instead of displaying that, I'm displaying uh, the Zelda treasure box full of strategy guides. There's also, like, one strategy guide that, like, was, like, right after that box and wasn't well-bought that got expensive. I forget which one it was for, but those were, like, all the leather-bound or hard-bound, like, strategy guides that they did, and they got really expensive. Kind of annoying. Was that a pal-exclusive thing, that treasure box? No. Okay, no, Amazon. I don't know what you're
0: talking about. Johnny, you have Amazon. an embarrassing amount of boxed Wii U consoles.
1: <laughs> what are you doing? I, my, I like the Wii U. Okay. Uh,
0: man, you've got like a, the target game boy pocket, ice blue console. That's pretty rare. Johnny, you've got, you've got some good Zelda stuff. I'm just going to say,
1: I I like Zelda a whole lot. (laughs) Um, I and don't know if you know, know but
0: I like Metroid, Johnny.
1: Um. Shut up. <laughs> you know, the the thing is, they don't make very many Metroid collectibles. So, like, to get, like, a few, like, sweet Metroid items, I wish I would have got the DS while it was still, re- or 3DS while it was still reasonable. But, like, I had to go buy, like, a fake one, the, like, the hyper Metroid with, like, the cool stand and everything. Mm-hmm. So I could have it. And I had to buy, like, the figure of, like, the Metroid so I just had some Metroid stuff. If not, it would just be you didn't have completely to, devoid. An important thing to
0: do is to not feel like you have to buy things in this hobby.
1: Well, no, I wanted to buy things because I want to represent like my favorite franchises. And that's hard to do with Metroid. Uh
0: not if you just show off the games.
1: I mean, I do that as well.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the great thing about liking popular stuff is that guess what? If you just want like you can get a whole glass case full of just, like, every Zelda game, and those games are, like, they're probably not cheap because they're Zelda, but, like, probably 40 bucks
1: each, right? Yeah, well, like, one of the things I have, I have, like, my Samus opened, uh, my Amiibo Samus opened, like, sitting there, so mm. you got something to, like... I just did what I could, okay? Without having to buy, like, a bunch of junk. I What I want, like, for collectibles, So I want big boxes like they do for Zelda with Metroid. I want them to put a little more emphasis on Metroid the franchise. Like do, like oh we did a a steel book for this one release. But uh yeah we put out a, a 3DS. No man give me some like cool ins I would take an amiibo packing at this point. Give me anything.
0: An amiibo pack-in?
1: No. Yeah uh, to uh, get a big box Metroid game? Yeah. Yeah
0: those give boxes are kind of cool.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Mmm. Well, I mean, well, yeah. you have the Pal big box super Metroid cuz those were like 250 bucks. Not that that's cheap, but
1: it's, No, it's uh, attainable. And here's why here's why I don't. Because I feel like if I try to buy one Pal big box, then I'm going to want other Pal big you, boxes and that's a slippery slope.
0: Uh all right, let's uh let's we're going to do the starting the after show right now, Johnny. I'm looking up how much a, a secret of man big box is on uh Okay ebay co uk oh there's well i
1: mean we still have to talk about what we're buying them oh no i
0: know i know i'm just saying we're uh is this the big box oh this is the regular version wait the there are big boxes that are cheaper than some regular versions what is this crazy world johnny
1: well it it could be like Bomberman.
0: oh yeah maybe so anyway the the big there's a big box right now 210 pounds comes with a box protector uh buy it now
1: oof Sounds, sounds really reasonable, uh, except I, I need to save all my money so I can afford Harry Potter cards.
0: Uh, that's true. Oh, you know that's the most expensive ones. So now I'm scrolling down to cheaper ones, which there uh, does not look like any other copies. Anyway, um, someone go no buy that so it. Johnny can't have it and post it on Instagram.
1: Cool. Okay, now let's talk about... Uh, that's the end, right? You got any that's, Zelda stuff yeah, you want to throw out?
0: I don't have anything else to talk about with
1: Zelda. Okay, okay so let's talk about if you bought anything. Did you buy anything?
0: Johnny, I bought all the Zelda games I don't have. Which, like, not even because of of Zelda anniversary anything.
1: 35th anniversary got you.
0: The the 35th anniversary of Zelda got me. Um, No, I was just doing my normal, like, basically uh, going through my want list and prioritizing things and prioritizing things and prioritizing things, which is basically what I'm constantly doing all day. And Zelda Master Edition came up, and I'm just like, I, I go on eBay... And I remember, like, two years ago, there were more copies listed than there were now. They're still going for, like, four or five hundred bucks. And I'm just like, I can't wait for the bubble to burst. That is not an accurate strategy in how to get the things I want. If Breath of the Wild Master Edition goes down in price, it will be after the next Nintendo console launch. Like, if the Switch ever becomes, basically, the Wii or the Wii U. On the other hand, Breath of the Wild one of the most beloved games of all time, one of the most beloved Zelda's. like a lot of people I think would put it in their top three. I don't even know if it's in my top three, but it's like super beloved. So I don't want to risk it becoming, you know, some crazy unobtainable thing. Anyway, point is I bought Zelda master (laughs) edition for the going rate, which is like $500. And like, you can only get them sealed. Well, I don't know. There was like incomplete ones. Or like bad condition ones, I, I just bought a sealed one because they're very easily available sealed. And it shipped totally fine. And there was it looked like there was a dent on the front, but it was just the guy took a shitty photo with the reflection and the lighting. Everything perfectly fine. It's so nice. I went and I bought like a $20 box
1: protector for it. Really? Yeah. I'm kind of jealous. I kind of want one.
0: And then, Johnny, I went and I bought the Zelda Breath of the Wild Special <laughs> Edition because it's time to buy Switch games, even though I don't like the Switch... Just to have every Zelda thing, Johnny. And uh,
1: what else did I buy?
0: Like, I'm thinking about buying the Explorers Edition as well.
1: (laughs) Wait, which one? Oh, yeah, I bought the Explorers Edition. Um,
0: That was like a Black Friday thing. Um, And I was like, ah, who cares about that when it came out? And now I'm like, I like Breath of the Wild a lot. I should just get all the Breath of the Wild things. It's not that one day I'm going to want it. It's like I already want it, so...
1: Here's a little thing. So, there's, like, they make these Explorer's Editions for a few games. I think there's one for Splatoon, Mario Galaxy, and Zelda. And maybe one more. Not Like, I I
0: don't care. Like, maybe I'd get a Mario Odyssey one. Um, are Are they, like, expensive?
1: I don't know if they're expensive. I just think it's, like, a cool box size and, you know. Yeah, they're all right. And... And here's the other, so you can get, uh, the Switch has a ton of like big box edition, like weird editions, but these are like hot Nintendo properties. These are like Nintendo proper stuff that everyone's going to want for all time. So like, it's just, it's got some cool little extras. I see zero reason not to buy these things.
0: Oh my God, Johnny. Have we talked, did, did I tell you I bought a Skyward Sword controller bundle on the last episode? I don't. Oh my God. This has been a horrible past two weeks.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you told me in the last episode or just privately, but yeah, I I love that you finally, after all the sh** talking, just bought one.
0: Um, I bought it like the day before they announced the remake. So maybe good timing, maybe bad timing. I don't know how remakes affect original stuff like that. Um, um, I don't know. But I basically was just like, what are my, what are like the greatest things in the world? It's like Mario and Zelda are my favorite franchises. I'm the most basic bitch ever. Yeah. Um, and I don't have like this stuff that is out there and I'm buying like these, the most esoteric ZX Spectrum and Amiga shit, And it's just like, why don't I just have all the most like common out there Zelda limited edition stuff? It makes no sense. Uh, so I kind of fixed that. I, like I bought the Link's Awakening Dreamer edition. I spent hundreds of dollars on Zelda stuff I don't need. I brought oh, I spent, like a grand the in the, pa- like, the past month. I spent a grand on Zelda limited editions, Johnny.
1: Wow. I, you know, I, I want the dreamer edition. I didn't get it. And the, there's like an even better version, you know, that Europe got or Japan got it makes me so, so mad.
0: Like I'm just focusing on the American stuff because I I don't want to, I don't want to rebuy like all limited edition stuff for two regions. That sounds not fun. I, I don't like having this stuff to begin with. I'm, I'm only doing it for Breath of the Wild because Breath of the Wild is so damn good. And because I'm an idiot with Skyward Sword and that totally like does not match up with the sentence I said before this one. Anyway,
1: did you buy, did you buy the little amiibo to go with your Zelda links awakening? No. You got, you didn't get the breath or the,
0: I was, I was really flip flopping on whether I wanted to buy the links awakening dreamer edition, but it's like the same price as when they were new. Um, Like used copies are less than they were new. Like this is not an exciting limited edition. There people bought a lot of these. So because it was quote unquote cheap, I just bought one. Wow.
1: Oh, well, I'm I want one of those, so I'm I'm watching one now. So, I didn't get the dreamer edition. But that box the Dreamer Edition, that's like the same size as like the Explorer edition, I think.
0: I thought I thought the Explorer the Explorer stuff is a little smaller, right? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'll maybe let it you know
1: is. I don't have the Dreamers Edition, so I don't know. What, what does that come with? Like an art book, something? Who cares?
0: You know, I don't like that it so it comes with an art book, but it also says on the front like what it comes with and I feel like that makes it less special. That makes it cool. I don't know.
1: Like that makes it ugly. Yeah, like just the master the edition is
0: just like F- you. I'm Zelda. I don't even say what game I am on the front. Yeah. Like that's got awesome. A big Z.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Super good. And there was also like some dumbass pins that came with it if like you got it at the right time. Uh, anyways.
0: I can't keep up with Nintendo's little giveaway chatchki stuff. Like there's someone who's just like only collects club Nintendo and pre-order stuff and like power to you for keeping on track on top of all that stuff. Cause I-, I went through the, the Nintendo website today and it's like, go to the Hyrule Warriors page and click all the hidden icons. And I had to do that like a ton of times. Cause you you don't get that many points for every time you do this. And then at the end of it, I got a Mario keychain, and it's like, great now pay $5 shipping. It's like, Oh my God. I didn't realize I'd have to pay shipping, or I would have not have done this. But I've already wasted 45 minutes going through your little quest, Nintendo. So I paid five dollars shipping for a keychain that's worth oh, less man, than five dollars to me.
1: That's... Nice. It's there, called the that. sunk cost, sunk fallacy, cost kid. fallacy. Yeah, they got you. <laughs> they sure sunk did. Sunk cost
0: got you. It's a cat Mario keychain. Like if it was just a Mario keychain, I'd be like, all right, a Mario keychain. But it's a cat Mario keychain. Come
1: on, that's not that interesting.
0: Johnny, I got one more thing that uh, everybody listening to this podcast right now can relate to. It is a review copy of SimCity for the Amiga. And you might remember, I already have an IBM PC review copy of SimCity. And I saw this on eBay and I'm like, why is there another review copy of SimCity on eBay? And uh, the Amiga... And the Macintosh have the first edition of SimCity. The, this is the 1.0 version. And I thought that was very neat. This was already a thing that I've been searching for, a 1.0 SimCity. And I got a review copy of it. I don't know. Nice. It's neat. Just has a big uh-huh. yellow sticker that says review copy
1: not for resale.
0: Never seen any other game do that.
1: No, I haven't I have not either. All
0: right, Johnny. Cool.
1: And anything else? Did you play uh, anything?
0: Play games? Yeah, what are you talking about? I
1: don't know. I mean, sometimes people do that. I don't know when. Uh, I can't even.
0: Watch oh, I, watch. I, 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 I you don't care. I played. Son, uh, no what's that, that new game? Viking survival game? That's like Rust. That my friends, Valheim. Like, I play these games, and like everyone in the world is super into these games, and I just kind of don't get it. So, okay, I played Valheim, and I don't get modern games.
1: Good, great, good, good insight. I, I don't get Spent like ten I'm hours chopping sure down trees, Johnny. What do you want me to talk it? about?
0: I built a log cabin and it collapsed because my framing wasn't good enough. You have to be like an architect to play this game. Like you can't you can't snap your your frame to your floors. You gotta snap the floor to the frame or it's all just gonna fall down under its
1: own weight. I wow. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm sure it's a, a rant about Valdheim or some and I think some every procedural is like operation. This. I, I
0: don't know I don't know Johnny I, I I have no frame of reference for modern games I think the kids just know how to build stuff like fortnite you see kids just like running around they're like building pallets of wood like in the air as they're running like they just have this innate ability to build stuff in 3d space and I think like I'm at the cutoff where I didn't make that like as a kid I wasn't building stuff in 3d space I wasn't playing minecraft like as a kid and I think kids are just better at like really good at building stuff, and I don't have that gene in me. I was born in the wrong generation, Johnny, is what I'm saying.
1: Okay. Well, I'm sorry that you are both old and young. You are Benjamin Buttoning both ways.
0: (laughs) Johnny, please tell me... uh, Tell me something more interesting than a a bunch of modern Zelda limited editions that will never be worth anything.
1: I love your purchases so much more than my purchases right now. Um, Okay. So I bought... Uh, a copy of Lord of the Rings: Fellowship of the Ring for the PlayStation Two, because there's a version which has the card. Well, because there's this set of Lord of the Rings cards you can get. Uh, I was talking to VG Collectaholic. He told me there's 24. I want to make sure. To just I have a couple of them. So there's a version of this game for the PS2 that comes with the CD. But much like I don't know what was going on in PS2 days. On the front, it advertises that the CD. But if it came with a comic or a mini comic, for some reason, they would only put that like little splash on the back of the box. All the other consoles will tell you right up front, like free promo card inside. Not this one. You got so this one comes with the bonus CD and the card. But there's also a version that doesn't come with either of those things, just the game. And then there's a version that looks just like that, but comes with the card and it tells you on back. So. I made sure I got all of those variants. (laughs) Great. Yeah. Because I don't know if you know this and I don't talk about it a whole lot on the show, but I like Lord of the Rings a lot because I am a huge nerd. I like the nerdiest of nerd things. Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Wars. This is my camp. That's where I live. I bought a sealed Harry Potter, a sorcerer's stone just because I was like, all right, uh, this one is the one I want. I'm going to just make sure I have this one sealed. And then it came from like a smoker's house and, it just smells, so I had to wrap it up. And they shipped it in a bubble mailer. You know, yep. Like That's
0: uh, weird, Johnny. Like that. For a game that you spent, uh, what What must it have been? $3,500?
1: No, what I, the I, spent uh, sold for I, I spent $90 on it. <laughs> oh,
0: $90. Not how about 3,
1: that? Yeah, weird. Okay, so remember how I was talking about those Lord of the Rings cards that came with that game? Yeah. Well, then I found these other cards, not the Hobbit cards, because the Hobbit also comes with cards. I'm going to drop some knowledge on you, some Hobbit knowledge. Okay, so the Hobbit, if you were getting it on the Xbox or PS2, came or, or in GameCube even, came with a card. There's only four cards here. It's Bilbo, it's Gandalf, Smog, and Gollum, right? That's it. Super easy. Pretty sure they all came on, you know, you could get one of those cards on any of the systems you bought it for but there was also a Hobbit released for uh, the GBA. There was also the Lord of the Rings game released for the GBA, which also comes with a card. However, the Hobbit, the card comes for all the other versions, including PC on Lord of the Rings. The Hobbit, for some reason, on GBA does not come with a card.
0: Unless you put Doesn't. one in there.
1: Unless you put one in there. But it, like there's no splash on it, nothing. Do you know what it does come with? That none of the other editions come with? A poster. There you go.
0: (laughs) A poster folded up into like two inch squares.
1: Uh huh. Now you'd say, well Johnny you said it's not the Hobbit card so what cards could I be talking about that are video game related? Well are you familiar with the game Aragorn's Quest? You're not? Okay well it, uh, yeah. Aragorn's Quest came with some cards but, and they're AR cards but not really. The game didn't come with it Nintendo Power advertisements and probably other magazines too. If you had the advertisement, it came with a card and I think it starts on 259 maybe. He yeah, has it 259. I'm not sure if it's 259 or 258. I think it's 259. But there's 259, 260, 261 or 258, 59 and 60. I'm not sure which ones. There's three different cards. The first one is Balrog. Balrog also was a San Diego Comic-Con like giveaway, like just like a Chachki giveaway that came sealed rather than how in the Nintendo Powers there's like a print ad and then this card is stuck in the middle of it and it's the same art that would be on the ad but it's on a foil card instead. So there you go. Some don't specify that they're foil. They're all of the editions are foil. So don't what There's only 3. There's Balrog, Aragorn, and Gandalf the White. There you go. And you can get those in Nintendo Power Magazines if you care about things like Lord of the Rings like I do. Uh,
0: But, Johnny, I don't want to collect Lord of the Rings. The the Fellowship of the Ring game specifically, I remember being uh, really terrible, which means it's not worth collecting.
1: Well, Aragorn's quest is worse than that. But at (laughs) least the PS2 one comes with, the CD comes with a great soundtrack by Howard Shore, so like, there's a thing. Uh...
0: I'll save I'll save my comment for for after the show. It's it's a personal comment, Johnny.
1: But um, okay, you're gonna attack thank, Lord of the Rings right now. That's it. <laughs> yes, I, okay. I just
0: wanted to attack it, and I just I just can't get into this right now.
1: Um, uh, it's because you have no patience. I, I assume you can click. You're probably like it's boring, but you can fucking play RuneScape and click the same square a hundred million times for thirty hours, and you're like, well, boring. Get out of here. I've been RuneScape
0: free for like two, two or three weeks. Like I'm, okay, I'm well, clean right now. I'm not going to get can, on that yeah. kick for another like six months. Probably.
1: Yeah. And you could totally just watch Lord of the Rings special edition in one day. It's nice
0: while I'm playing RuneScape clicking trees. Yeah.
1: So yeah, it's, it's something to do. In fact, you should fire up RuneScape. So you have a reason to watch Lord of the Rings. All right. Let me tell you about the last thing I purchased and it's like a dumb variant thing. So Terminator three rise of the machines for the game boy advance. You heard of this thing? Okay, maybe, maybe (laughs) not. doesn't matter. No. (laughs) Okay. It's not interesting. What is vaguely interesting about this is this is specifically WAP, 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 Canadian variant alert.
0: That's what this is. It's it's a
1: Canadian variant. So a lot of Canadian variants, including on the PS2, on Xbox, GBA, I don't know about GameCube, but they came with a paper sleeve that goes over the box. Jesus. That puts the French language on it to cover oh, okay. up the that's US language. Okay, that's kind of
0: cool. I'm into that. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, it's like, it's not like the thinnest paper, but it's not thick. It's not card, It's not cardboard. Uh, I've got one for Resident Evil on PS2, and I I saw one for Terminator, so I was like, I don't own this game yet, so I might as well pay like the $5 more and get this. Here's the crazy thing, though. It came from Canada, and it came in three days. I didn't eat, like. I don't even know how that happened. I was like, "Whoa!" Like when I buy stuff from Canada, typically, like one, the shipping wasn't a million dollars because you know yeah. shipping from Canada right now everyone's like thirty five dollars. This guy was like five bucks, and it came in three days. I don't know what happened, but that was awesome, and I got it. And it's you know it's not in the best shape. It's not like gem mint or anything, but it's an interesting variant. I'll, I'll put a post up showing its stupid sleeve uh, sometime soon. Are Those there- are the things I bought.
0: Uh, I have no context for Canada because every time something's in Canada, it's like $17 shipping. And I'm like, sorry, guy. Hopefully there's a Canadian who wants that. Um, Are there like lists of Canadian GBA games though? Or things like that? Maybe it's just because I have researched this better myself. But there are like a bunch of guys who are like, here are all the Canadian Sega Genesis variants. They're super cool. Man, Canada Sega Genesis games. What an interesting curiosity. And for every other game especially if it has like an ESRB logo or has two languages or something like that people are like oh that's the Canadian version ew Super Mario World from Canada Mm. who wants that
1: well like and all the like red band like you got the double seals on NES games you got like the red band I love the red band variant I like Canadian variants that are just like the red band and if you don't know what I'm talking about on NES games a lot of them came out and one the later games had this like red band that ran across the top of the box in Canada games that you didn't expect like that. We didn't have here with red bands, got red bands like final fantasy. So there is a final fantasy double seal variant and there's By a double red seal. Band you
0: mean yeah. two seal of qualities two Qu- Nintendo yes. seal of qualities.
1: Yes, exactly. So, and then there's one that just has the one seal of quality and that, that red band across. And there's a couple other games too. Uh, that's like a weird variant set that I want to just like display one day is all the games I found for Nintendo with that red band across the top of it.
0: Johnny, to mm-hmm. take us off topic one more time. Do you know what one game that has a red band across the top is for the Nintendo Entertainment System?
1: Ninja Mario Gaiden Wood. 3. Woo. Um. Wario. I'm like Wario Woods.
0: <laughs> Wario's Woods. That's it. So, yeah,
1: you know, like a whole bunch of them, actually kickmaster yeah a lot of the title ones the late release titles it's just later games that came with yeah. that it was just a new packaging aesthetic but canada like i don't know if they were just some games were still being released so they got that or not like i obviously that's not the first print of final fantasy in canada
0: yeah i know i i just think it like there's obviously people who have full lists of any canadian things i just feel like the yeah. Genesis people I see are more interested in that. But I don't oh, know. Oh, they, they
1: are. Well, they're like, you know, Genesis cares more about that. Modern day Canadian variants make me want to die a little bit because it's just... I hate ESRB variants so very much. Yeah. I hate it. Don't lie. It, it It is the bane of computers, right? Like, it's the bane of a specific era of, like, Super Nintendo and Game Boy games where all these variants just happen because they're like, oh, we made an ESRB, so now these games have an ESRB. Then we changed the ESRB, so we got to change what's on the front of the box. That happened, and then computer games, just, like, technology was switching so fast. Then the ESRB is changing... Their rules for computer games it's just a mess I, I hate looking at it modern games they changed the ESRB again not yep. so long ago so now oh, a bunch again? of modern games have like variants of it too I hate it it's the worst
0: they changed from like the the pixel logo to the black logo that was like 2000 or 2001 or something and then they had a, a darker theme they changed to a slightly lighter theme in like 2008 or 2009 oh man gotta get all the variants. Especially, like, I don't think anyone's looking for this stuff on, uh, like, newer games. Like, do people care if they have, like, The Last of Us is one I always think about just because I hate that people are trying to sell, like, these copies they bought at the store for, like, $900. But do people care if they have the the, the early ESRB copy of The Last of Us on PS3?
1: Mm. Yeah, I do. Me, I do care a lot.
0: I like can't. I mean, I must have The Last of Us because I played it, but I have no idea what my version is. I, I need to box my I, PS3 uh, PS3 stuff up and
1: throw it away. Sure, send it my way. I'll take it. Uh,
0: you know, it's never happening. Come on.
1: I know, Tyler. Right? it's on. a joke. It's a joke. Yeah, Tyler's never throwing anything. Ah. Like. All right. Uh, you got anything else? That that was kind of it. That's I. I didn't play anything. This is what I've been doing. I've been researching. Uh, like in the wee hours, haven't been sleeping well, so. Instead of sleeping, I'm reading up on uh, on dumb stuff like Lord of the Rings cards.
0: It's be- it's better than it could have been, Johnny. If it was a GBA racing game, I don't think I could take that. But I'm yeah, into I cards, mean, and I'm into hearing you talk about your licensed stuff. You like?
1: I just wish. I just wish I bought a cool Zelda thing. That I, I love when I. It, it's the best feeling when your collectible crosses over with some, like, with a franchise you really love. You're like yes. I'm spending this money, but at least it's something that's totally awesome. Not like obscure or weird. You're like, I love this series and I'm buying this thing. Hooray. I love that feeling.
0: I mean, it feels like to get it out of the way feels pretty good. But also at the same time, it's like, man, this thing did not go down in price. And I've been waiting years for it to go down in price. And uh, yeah. So hopefully it goes down in price when the Switch is no longer the hottest thing on planet Earth. Because guess what, guys? Every system rotates, and then the pa- the previous generation system becomes garbage. So
1: Ooh, it'll be interesting when that happens on
0: Switch, because everything on Switch is so goddamn common, because Switch is so popular.
1: That's not true. Not everything on Switch is common. Not everything. Uh, I,
0: I just mean like, you know, like the Mario Zelda. Uh,
1: your Marios and your Zeldas, just don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If... It
0: feels bad buying mass produced stuff. Because I know, I know it's mass produced stuff, but man, it says Zelda I, on it, Johnny. I know. And it's Look, a video. I'm not gonna fault game. You.
1: Yeah, it's great. It feels good. It feels good to buy Zelda stuff. I just said so. I know, I know. Yeah. All right. Uh you got anything else? We're we gonna wrap no. it up. Let's let's wrap it up. Okay. So, Tyler, where are we gonna find you on the social medias?
0: Uh video game sage Instagram. Uh just message me on Instagram default or, gen default gen
1: or they could find you on discord under the name tyler on oh, our
0: server i'm also tyler yes
1: yeah because we have a patreon for this show if you don't know we have a patreon it's you know there's three tiers it's two four six dollars on the four and six dollars tier you get a some bonus content that we throw out from time to time we are very active there the thing you get the most is the community and some interaction with us so if you can afford to do so please go ahead and support us if you can't please don't uh if you, if you just hate patreons and just not gonna do it then don't do it i'm not gonna fault you we're still gonna deliver to you this same this very same show so please keep enjoying us but if you'd like to come over hang out on the patreon see what we're doing over there on discord and then join us it's uh it's a good time we got a lot of good people over there also can't forget to mention official sponsor of the game uh, of the game of the show, mm-hmm. read the game shark at cheap cheap games where you should buy all of your imports. You can find his store on eBay. He's got cheap a cardboard
0: Sonic Two for sale, guys. That's a cool variant I, I, that we've talked I about kinda, on the show.
1: I kind of want to buy it from him so I have an extra.
0: Uh, is it in nice condition? Mine could use an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Mine's like it right really now, bad, Johnny.
1: Yeah. Well, let's race. Uh, no. Anyways, go support Red. He is great, and he you know he has great prices, and he's got. Lots of knowledge, too. So if you need to know something, you oh could also God, message him so and ask him. He's so much. He, it's, he embarrasses us all the time on all the things he knows. And we're like, I think it's like this. And he just comes in and corrects us. We, we actually have a lot of great people like that who are on our Patreon. Uh, so you just got a, a good collective with people full of knowledge. So come hang out and join us if you want. Anyways, you can also find Stephanie wasn't here today. He's the art of NP on Twitter. If you just... That's... Not the full thing, but if you, uh, Google art of Nintendo power on Twitter or art of NP, you will find him go check his stuff out. He's also got a YouTube channel under the same name. You can find him on, at archive 1981 on Instagram, and you can find me, Johnny underscore Iuchi, you know, pretty much on Instagram and the discord occasionally on video game sage. And sometimes I even throw up a YouTube video as much as I don't like YouTubers and I hate YouTube face. I, uh, I think that Tyler said the next one I have to do YouTube face and some of the criticisms of my last video is I didn't show my face. So maybe next time I'll show my face and I'll do YouTube face in my uh, thumbnail picture because everyone loves that so much. Yes, I need to know your reaction to the video or how you feel about it in the thumbnail so I have no reason to watch the stupid video. Thank you. That's great. It's perfect. So stupid. And then they're like, "But please watch to the end of the video because it really helps me in the algorithm." Then don't put your stupid end all, make your video interesting. Right oh. Don't make it full of filler and ask me to subscribe. Yeah, Get smash the, pe- the like button. Hey YouTube, God, What Put up the animation
0: up. that shows a mouse cursor clicking the subscribe, so it doesn't interrupt the video at all. It's just like, all right, they got to do that, but
1: yeah, just just do that. <laughs> yeah, just oh God, and and think of a better intro than Hey YouTube. Hey, I subscribe,
0: I'm subscribe. i subscribed to like 400 YouTube channels. I subscribe to every channel that puts out interesting content, no matter how consistent. I don't care if you ask me to subscribe. I'm going to subscribe if your videos are good.
1: Yeah. And I, I might be guilty of doing the Hey YouTube thing because I don't know if there's a better intro, but it yeah. is super annoying. Everyone does it. All right. That's it for the show. Uh, nope. Nope. Sorry Johnny. For being, Johnny. Oh, I have to sorry. interrupt. I was
0: waiting for you to say that. I do have one more thing. Oh, shit.
1: I told him I would mention
0: it on the show and I think it is super good. Uh, worst record account ever on Instagram messaged me and told me about, he's a, a record collector and okay. uh, he was uh, listening to the pack-in episode and wanted to show me a pack-in and it is awesome. It is... Okay, what is it? Cruise Chaser Blasty for the PC-88 in Japan. I think it was on other platforms. It might be on like MSX. Uh, it is... Squares third game that they ever made. It comes with a pack-in record of the soundtrack. It's a flexi disc record. It looks like an eight-inch record. I'm just looking at a picture of it. And uh it is Nobu Uematsu's first physical recording. And that is super cool. Uh and cool. I've no, I don't. It was like a 3D Gundam first-person like maze game or something. I don't remember what the game is. Cruise Chaser Blaster what you can look it up. But uh it was like 1986, so it, somewhat early pack-in.
1: Um, yeah, that's pretty early.
0: Uh, it's also uh, absolutely rare as f- and I could not find one for sale or one that had sold uh, anywhere on the internet. So, good luck finding it. Awesome. Editing Tyler here. One more correction. So, I was actually looking at a seller stock of unrelated computer games, and I saw a Cruise Chaser Blasty, and it was like 50 bucks. The problem is I was looking for the Japanese name of Cruise Chaser Blasty and this was spelled in English, but like completely different spelling than is actually on the box. So when I said it's rare as f- it could just be because I was searching for the entirely wrong thing. I don't think anyone is like, oh my God, I got to go buy Cruise Chaser Blasty, but don't like go thinking this game is absolutely impossible to find. It looks like it's literally 50 bucks. All right.
1: Okay. Uh, so now officially that's it for the show. Thank you very much for listening. Sorry for whining at you in the, at the end there. And that's it. Bye!
0: And I wanted to start shouting out patrons on the show. I'm honestly humbled at how many of you there are. It is amazing. You are the most generous, biggest fans, people with the coolest game collections on the planet. And let me start reading your names so I can hopefully get a few in before people shut off the podcast. Richard Bowden, Will Joe, Andrew Brim, Andre, VG Collectaholic, Chris, Lance, Lance? Lance Ziegman, Brian Mora, Benji, Corey O'Brien, Red the Game Shark. we don't need to talk about him, Tim Walker, M. Pitts, Jasonic the Kid, Retro Game Enthusiast, Cartmageddon, Dustin Beagle, SNK 2D Forever, Chris Glidden, Tom Chase, Colton Murphy, Cole, Bennett Bernardoni, Retro RPG Podcast, who is Blaine J, I don't know if you just changed your name to that to get a free shout out, here it is, Tex, Chris Jackson, Jeremy Jarvis, Justin Chicchino, Bird Dog Gaming, Daniel McCardle, Michael Chiara Monti, Andrew O, and Joseph Chimpiti Thank you guys so much.